Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. <clears throat> AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Looking to step up your Mother's Day flowers? The Home Depot has an idea. Let mom's green thumb do some digging with colorful flowers, pots, and premium soils to bring out the most in her patios, walkways, and gardens. Right now, get Vigoro Potting Soil, just $8.97 for strong, healthy, vibrant plants indoors and outside. Shop our wide selection online and pick up your order in-store and give mom the gift of a beautiful garden. Get Vigoro Potting Soil, just $8.97 at The Home Depot. How doers get more done. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. I'm going to go in today. <laughs> I'm letting you know right now, for the next three hours, it's on and popping. Mike Hill, Ephraim Salon with you, hanging out with you on this Selection Sunday. That's right, it is Selection Sunday. I'm in a good mood, even though, Ephraim, I missed an hour of sleep last night. I feel refreshed. I feel energized. I feel ready to go. I got some opinions. I got some things I want to get off my chest. I know you're feeling in a good mood because your Aztecs are dancing, baby. I say who? I say who? You say who? who? You say one and done. Wow. San Diego State. Get, no, you, went, you, were, you went to Air Force, right? Uh, did Air they Force? Make? Not Air Force. Did, 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 Air. Air, did Air, our no, Air Force no, make the tournament? No, well. Yeah, well, then I mean, sit back and relax. Well, we're not we're not talking about back, me right now. We're talking relax, about okay, player. all right. So we gonna talk about selection Sunday is coming down. I'm gonna tell you why. I, I you know I, I love this conference tournaments. Don't get me wrong, I know it's part of March Madness, but I got a little beef. Why? Got a little beef, man. Got some things I want to talk about today. All right, man. Get it off your chest. I got some NFL news I want to talk about. Okay. My boy OBJ got to be more careful. Amen. Got to be more careful. 
One of the reasons right. I love the NFL offseason trades say, that are happening, I see even the Cleveland Browns and the Rams getting better. Mama say stupid is what stupid does. It's stupid is what stupid does. Man, hey, That's what mama say. Watch out who your thoughts are. Watch, watch your thoughts. First of all, why a thought though? Just go. I mean, watch your thoughts. Got to be somebody else out there. No, watch your thoughts because she posted it. School teacher, principal. Well, yeah, exactly. Cocaine is a hell of a drug. You ain't back, got it. You, what, back she, when I was dating, I would always like to date a professional woman. Well, yeah, she's a, had a, she might be a professional. You need to date when you're the in a, oldest. Li, listen, listen. When you're when you're in a position of means mm-hmm. and you have um, the type of career that. A lot of people will want or envy. Then you need to make better decisions. You need to date people that have just as much or more to lose than you. I'm I'm a, I'm in agreement with that, man. I'm just gonna I'm, throw that I'm, out. I'm there. in agreement with you when when it comes to that. We'll we'll talk about that. We're gonna have uh Alex Marvez. He's gonna join us uh, in a couple of minutes here to talk about the NFL, the off season that's going on. But it is Selection Sunday, and but right now. <laughs> You know the last time I watched golf on a Sunday? Hey, man. Was the last time Tiger played golf on a Sunday? <laughs> when the last time he was in contention come on, come on, on a Sunday. Come on. Okay. I did pull out. Uh-oh. Oh, wait a minute. Hold on, wait a minute. Hey. Okay, this is two See? putt. Two, two putt. Two putt. He's two putt trying, for this, the birdie. This is for birdie right here. He's on, on. Uh, what, he's on 14 now? 14, yeah. 15, 16, Come on, 17, Tiger. Yeah. Come on, he's Tiger. He's on 14. He's two shots back. And, of course, Tiger Woods has not won a tournament in almost five Let's years. Let's go, Tiger. Four and a half years. Let's go, Tiger. Trying to get his 80th PGA Tour win, and he's at the Vals Bar, and he's two shots back on a par five, putting for birdie, and one of the leaders is in the clubhouse right now. But you know what, man? Hmm. I'm excited about Tiger Woods being in contention, and yes, I'm sitting here, I'm watching the Vals Bar Championship, which I probably have never watched a day <laughs> in my life before. Never heard of it. I'm like, Vals, is that paint? That's paint, right? That's that's paint. That's paint. Okay. I never heard of Valspar. Never heard of this tournament before. Didn't care. Sportscaster. I know. I know people out there like, hey, you're a sportscaster. You're supposed to care about this stuff. I haven't watched a major. I haven't watched one major since Tiger Woods has been out of contention. I don't care. Don't give a damn. Unless uh-huh. I'm working on a Sunday when I was working on Fox Sports Live and Sports Center and those things, and I had to do it because my mind can only contain so much. Mm-hmm. And so, because I don't want to clutter my mind with things that don't matter to me, I don't watch things that don't matter to me. Hockey? I haven't seen one single second of hockey this year. Couldn't tell you who's in first. Couldn't tell you who's in last. Couldn't tell you if Sidney Crosby's still playing. Couldn't tell you is uh, Wayne Gretzky still playing. I don't know. I don't know that because I don't care. Bottom line, I know I'm a sportscaster. I know I'm supposed to know it. But you know what? I'm telling you right now, I don't care. And since Tiger Woods has not been in contention in any of these Golf tournaments, let alone any major, hadn't really even played in the majors, mm-hmm. and not in contention on Sunday. I ain't watching. He's in contention. Guess what? You watching? I'm watching, and so is the world. Guess what? Ephraim Salam. Yes, Michael. The ratings tomorrow for the Valspar Championship, NBC is going to be really happy with them because non-sports fans who don't like golf are watching because Tiger Woods is now trending. On, on Twitter. Come on, and this is for Birdie. Come on, on 14. This is for Birdie. This is for one stroke. It goes, left and left. it goes oh. a little bit left. And he's been doing that all round. Just a bit outside. All round, man. He's been par, Come par. On, he birdied his first hole, then he gave one hey, stroke hey, back. Hey, hey, hey. When you're talking golf, you have to whistle. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Come on, I got a little bit too excited. Dagger's walking away. Yeah, but he's only got four holes left now. He's got to go for it now. 
And that was a par five. He's on the and he was on it, too. He's on approach to uh, hole 15. He's on 15. He he's up, so he's behind Patrick Reed. Let me ask you something. Through 15. Why do golf announcers whisper? They're nowhere near the action. Because they're, they're so far there. away the, from the actual players. It's the ambience. It's the ambience. You just got to keep like it. It's, you, it is. You can't get excited. I've never heard a golf announcer get excited. <laughs> Even if you don't, somebody's on the 18th hole and they do a, a 50-foot putt for an eagle to win, they're like, and the putt's going. It's moving at a good pace. He has a shot to win this. Oh, he wins it. That is fantastic. No, he, like, I mean, they, they get excited if they it's on, excited. on the last hole to win. You know, like it's nope. Jim Nance and a win for the ages. He'll do that because that's the last golfer on the course. That's it. And that's, yeah. So, but and a, a lot big, of times. And, and a big win. And Thank what I don't understand, us. like you said, because the announcers, the play-by-play announcer and the color analyst, whatever, they're in a big tower. On 18, they're so far and they're away from far everything. away from the action. But I guess they, like you said, like our our our, our uh, engineer Alex uh, so eloquently put it, it's for the ambiance because the people at home don't want to hear you shouting and screaming. Why not during golf? I, I don't know. And I think it will make it a little bit more exciting. We need some Happy Gilmore going on. That's what we need. You know what golf needs? Shooter McGavin. Golf. Huh? That's what we need. Yeah, yeah, and I think that will make it a little bit more exciting. I, mean, I think they 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 do have one tournament. It's like a waste management tournament, I believe, and. In Phoenix, where the crowd is really rowdy and they scream and they yell and things like that, I think you need that kind of rock and roll, that kind of hip hop type of golf, and it will make it a little bit more exciting. But having Tiger Woods back in contention, just being in contention this weekend, I think this is, I think this is the second tournament back this year. Yeah. Um, and being in contention is a good thing for golf. The ratings are going to be high for NBC. But guess what, Ephraim? You ain't going to get me caught up. Why? Mm-mm. Nope. Nope. Not gonna happen. I'm gonna tell you right now, this could be fool's gold. We've seen this happen before. I'm not gonna be one of those people that's gonna be prisoners of the moment because there are plenty of them out there, and we know how fickle sports fans are. As soon as you do something well, all of a sudden, it could be an NBA player having a good week, and all of a sudden, he's an MVP candidate. But as soon as he falls off, he's a scrub. When it comes to Tiger Woods, as soon as we see him being in contention in the weekend, first thing they're gonna say, He's back. He's going to win the Masters. He's back. He's going to win the Masters. Oh, my gosh. He's finally going to get his 15th major. He's going to catch Jack with the, 18. You know, the only thing down, we want to see is him staying healthy Yes, and the progression. That's it. Can I see con- consistency, Ephraim? That's what I'm talking about. I mean, yeah, yeah, I mean, staying healthy is part of the consistency, but playing in these tournaments and winning a couple of these tournaments, and then I will proclaim – that Tiger is back. Even if he wins today, I'm not going to say he's back. It's a great accomplishment. How about he's it's, back to his winning ways? It's good that he's gotten back, but after four and a half years, he, no, maybe he's due. Why are you so hard on him? Maybe brother, he's due. Why are you so maybe, hard on him, brother? No, I'm not being hard on him. I'm happy that he's come back because of all the injuries, all the surgeries he's had. Oh, get out this the man okay, had, we can do that. We this can. man has had his back fused, his spine fused. I understand that. I got a bad back. I got L4, L5, S1 issues right now. No fluid between my spinal cord whatsoever. I'm a disabled vet. A lot of people don't know that about me. It's hard sometimes for me to get out of bed. So I can only imagine what it's like for a professional athlete, even though it's golf, to have to swing and all that torque and everything that's going on with him. So I applaud him. Golf clap. Golf clap. Golf clap. Golf clap. 
I applaud Tiger Woods for what he's doing. But even if he wins this tournament, Ephraim Salam, you're not about to get me to proclaim that he is back. He's oh, well, only due. I'll do it. He's due. He's see, back. but see, you're going to get caught up. I'm now, if he wins, up. he wins Valspar, and then he's in contention in the top five, and he's consistent that way, then you proclaim he's back. We are so quick to jump to conclusions in everything when it comes to sports. Why do we do that? Why? Because we like a feel-good story. It's a feel-good story that he's coming like back, that. but it doesn't necessarily mean he's back. If he's back, he's back. Okay, so all of a sudden, if – so hold on a second. Uh, I'm, I'm glad you're bringing up a, a, a rap. So if all of a sudden Cool Mo D comes out, ooh, some fire, <laughs> I would love it. So Cool Mo D comes out, and he and he's and he got a quick little mixtape. He got one little single that comes out because he got he, he had a great verse on somebody's uh, song. And it I went, used to live downtown. Yeah, one twenty nine. It's Cool Mo D projects. back. It's Cool Mo D back. Upbeat party. Is, is he back? Is he back though? Man, if he cool puts out was, one single, Cool Modi was cold. Nowadays, blood. all you need is one hit, so I'd say yeah. Uh, is it? But, but the Wild okay. Wild West. Okay. Wow. <laughs> the and wild, I love wild Cool Modi. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> the Wild Wild West. <laughs> but is he back? Or maybe maybe let's let's, let's go back. Um, uh, the gang I, that used to do it. I put not, it back. They idolize us. I put it back in. Uh, let's 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 put somebody else who hasn't. I go to been, work. Who was on top like back in the day? Rock him. <laughs> Rock him. Rock him. Is he back? If he puts out. One hit song. Yes. He's back. First of all, Rakim has never left. No, he never left. I mean, Tiger never really left. Rakim, Rakim just didn't Rakim put out Rakim is of- one of the coldest rappers alive right now. If 16 bars against anybody hot right now. I know that. Anybody. It, well, it's, me and you could put out 16 bars against anybody right now. No. Nah, as long man. as you can understand Kendrick, what we're saying. Drake. Well, I mean, well, I'm talking about the you mumbling. You know what I'm saying? I'm talking about. I'm talking about. You know, all that stuff. Come on, man. Give me a beat. Give me a hook. And I'm a rap. Please stop doing that, man. That's what I'm saying. Man, just put Alice, give me a beat. We got a hit song, baby. Alice, you know. Alex is a, mo- a music producer. I don't want to play this game with you guys, okay? Uh, it's just about the flow nowadays. That's all it is. It you is. You can stay with the sound of the music. It's a hit. Just throw mm-hmm. the chorus in the beginning, little lyrics in between, one more chorus. That's, That's all it. You give me a hot beat. Give me some. <sighs> give, give, give me a hook. Come on. Okay. Tiger. A hot beat. Tiger's Here's Tiger. Three. This is uh, what part is this? 315. This is a part three? Oh, this is for Birdie? Yeah, okay. This is for Birdie. Birdie, okay. Okay. Just tap it in. Hey. Go. Are we talking home. about golf still? Go. Oh, 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 oh come on. Oh, oh, baby. Oh, 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 gosh. God. That close. Man. That close. That close. Oh, my gosh. He left a little chip a foot away from the cup. That would have been a birdie. And he would have been one stroke back. Tiger Woods is wearing red. I will say I'm excited about that. That red shirt, baby. The red shirt. And Tiger looks in good shape. He, he looks good. He's shape. 42 years old. He looks good. You know, a lot of people, when they get 40 years old, you know, they, the belly starts to protrude. They got that Dunlap disease. You know, when their stomach Dunlapped over the belt buckle. You know what I'm saying? You know, he ain't got that. That's what I'm saying. He can he can still wear his belt. You know what I'm saying? You know, people. You're full. You know, I could. <laughs> Ephraim, 
Uh, uh, <laughs> I'm just saying uh, uh. these days I can I don't, I'm buying designer belt buckles, baby. Cause you can you can see my belt buckle, baby. You know what I'm saying? Don't buy a designer belt buckle. Forty seven fifty. I no, I no, I got me a couple of Gucci's. Oh Lord. Got me a couple of Gucci. Gucci gang, Gucci gang, Gucci gang. Gucci gang, Gucci. I love that song. Right. I love who's who's that, Alex? Lil Pump, baby. Spin ten racks on goat. That's so bad. I love that song. I love that song right there. It's just catchy. That's it. Yeah, it is, man. I feel like I'm back in school. All right. Big all season already in the NFL. The Rams have gotten better. The Browns looking better, but they couldn't look any worse. And is OBJ in trouble? This is He wants to get paid this all season. How's this video going to hurt him? We're going to talk to Alex Marbez about that. Yeah, smoke him if you got him. It's coming up next right here on Fox Sports Radio. Mike Hill, Ethan Salon, back with you on Fox Sports Radio. It's Selection Sunday. Back to college basketball and talk about a number of different issues. Keep you updated on what's going on with Tiger. Still two shots back at the Vals Bar. What does it mean when Geico says just 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance? It means you probably should have gone to Geico.com 15 minutes ago. Ephraim and I are looking at uh, some videos, and boy, got to be more careful with the people you hang around. We like hanging around Alex Marvez. He gives us the insight to the NFL. He's an NFL insider, Sirius XM, NFL Radio and Sport News, and he joins us right now. And Alex, uh, before we get to the video, I'm talking about with Odell Beckham Jr. to start <laughs> yep. off with this um this offseason, and uh, I got a couple of dollars, uh, Alex, and I know the Rams made the uh, super. I made made the playoffs last year for the first time in a long time, but uh, I, I think I'm gonna put my money on uh, that Wade Phillips led defense and the the moves they made this offseason on defense to take it all this year. You you got some extra money that you want to put down with me? Uh, I'm not buying it on the Rams quite yet. Okay. You know, and, you know why? Because. Those were those teams, and listen, Doug Peterson, the exception of the rule. And if you're thinking that they're the Doug Peterson Philadelphia Eagles, that team that rebounds in that, or not rebounds, but continues to build in that second season, that's great. Did you know that five, I believe it's five of the six second year head coaches didn't get to where they were in their first year? Either they didn't make the playoffs again or their record fell short. So it's actually most teams end up having a setback. That, that new coach comes in, mm. adds something exciting, and then reality begins to set in a little bit. But listen, it, it, look, clearly Wade Phillips is getting the pieces that he wants here, right? Now, of course, Akeem Tlaib has to try to not shoot himself inside a strip <laughs> club inside the Los Angeles area. That would be really nice if that didn't happen. Uh, you know, and Marcus Peters needs to keep composed and all those sorts of things. Mm-hmm. But look, on paper, excellent. Now, of course, they've got to find a linebacking solution, got to find someone better inside linebacker than what they thought Alec Ogletree was doing there. It wasn't a good fit for him, and they spent dearly for it. They signed him to a contract extension before figuring this out. Got to replace some pass rush from Robert Quinn, eight and a half sacks last year. I know he's not the Robert Quinn of old, but still he was able to bring some heat on the quarterback. So those are a couple things, and they got to address that offensive line depth. I'm not talking about getting bonafide starters. That was a great group last year, but remember, they didn't suffer a significant injury during the year. When you look at that razor thin, they're calling Ephraim Salam first thing, saying, Ephraim, we need you to play Sunday. No, they that's, that's how thin. Well, they're calling. I didn't say you're taking it. No. But I'm just saying that's how thin they are at that spot. They really need to start getting some players there in the pipeline. But other than that, hey, I hear I hear your feeling on the Rams, although the 49ers may uh, may want to argue. He's got that. a price. That's what I – no, I don't. You got a Not price. for football. Okay. Uh, give me $10 million for one year. I'll be back. There you uh, go. Told you got a price. You'll sell out. Speaking of San Francisco, uh, it seems like they are they're, – they're willing and, and ready to take over – uh, this division 
um, what do you see happening in, in free agency for them? They're already addressing some of the needs that they need, but what are some of the big moves that they're going to make? Wide receiver is a big question mark, right? Are they in the Allenson, Allen Robinson sweepstakes? And will Allen Robinson be available? How do they feel about Sammy Watkins? Do they think he's someone that you can come in, take him from the Rams, and, and do something with him? I mean, really, because, you know, listen, Pierre Garçon, I love me some Pierre Garçon, right? I mean, he's a South Florida guy. He's done so much great work for Haiti. Oh, yeah, by the way, Super Bowl champion on top of that as well, and mm-hmm. just a heck of a pro. But, you know, he's now in his early 30s coming off of a neck injury, so you're probably going to want to try to protect yourself there. Marquise Goodwin, a great great number three receiver uh, who played number one last year because of the, of the fact that they had you know so many injuries at the spot. And you like Trent Taylor as a young player as well. But are they going to get that number one target for Jimmy G? That's one of the things I'm curious about. they got to really continue to upgrade that offensive line, the interior spots. I know with Gar- when Joshua Garnett got hurt last year, that hurt him. But they could use another guard, in my humble opinion, uh, to help them out. But those, that's something that could be addressed potentially in the draft. You look at them now, they're a much better team. They could still use some secondary help. How are they feeling about the safety position, those things, and of course, Reuben Foster. I mean, is he even going to be available to play for you next season, right? I mean, you're talking about at least, you know, we're looking at here with a domestic situation, mm-hmm. potential drug suspension, four to six games, you know, at least for Reuben Foster, and the offseason has barely begun. And, you know, is he going to be able to stay out of trouble and, and not get into any more problems like he's been doing? So I think those are the things to address for the 49ers. But otherwise, this team is for real, thanks to Jimmy G, who they call Jimmy Jesus in the building, by the way, not hey. trying to be blasphemous. That's just what his nickname is inside 49ers headquarters. Right, we'll see if they crucify him next year. Uh, if he <laughs> starts. Oh, yeah. I'm just saying, that's just how it goes. I mean, five gangs don't make a career. We understand that. No, they but, did pick uh, up Richard Sherman in the trade, so he gave him a three-year deal as well. Uh, but he, not in a trade, but uh, they picked him up off of waivers. Uh, speaking of that, we're talking to um, Alex Marvez, Sirius XM, NFL Radio and Sport News, NFL Insider. Uh, so the, the Seahawks let Richard Sherman go. They trade Michael Bennett to the Philadelphia Eagles. And there are a lot of people out there that are trying to say that the Seahawks are trying to get rid of outspoken players. No, there's one person who said that, and he works on this network. Yeah, okay. Well, he's got a big mouth, and he's saying that. I mean, but there are a lot of people that's buying into that. Yeah. What, what do you say to that? We're a simple people. Okay. That's all I have to say. If there are people buying into that, they have no clue as to how this works. It, it has nothing to do with trying to clean up that part of the locker room. The problem was this. Much like the Carolina Panthers felt with Cam Newton when Steve Smith was there, they didn't feel that this could be Russell Wilson's team until some of these players were gone. You combine that with the fact that there's diminishing performance among some of these guys. And I'm not saying immediately right now, but you start looking ahead. Michael Bennett's 32, 33 years old. Mm-hmm. He's making a lot of money. You look at what's happened with Richard Sherman. He's coming off of Achilles tendon surgery and on top of that some sort of bone for cleanup. You don't know what he's going to be at the age of 30, 31. I mean, you're, and you're looking at high salaries, and this was the worst. I mean, I'm not joking when I tell you this, and I wrote a column about this at SportingNews.com explaining this was a move to make a Russell Wilson's team. They've got to get some help for Russell Wilson. Last year, the Seattle Seahawks became the first NFL team ever to not only have a quarterback lead their team in rushing there, but it's only happened five times in NFL history, but not even have a secondary rusher, a running back or a fullback, gain at least 300 yards. Wow. Not, not a single one. Mike Davis was the leading rusher among the running backs and fullbacks. He finished with like 280-something yards. 
exactly. Mm-hmm. So former 49ers, fourth-round pick who got you know, picked up off the scrap heap. So oh. you're, you're talking about they need to address the offensive line. By the way, 10 offensive line picks since 2013 for the Seahawks. You could never tell by the way that they've played, right? Mm-hmm. They need to find a running back there. Jonathan Stewart in earlier this week. Maybe he's part of a running back by rotation, but they've got to find some help for Russell Wilson. And I was, talking to, I was communicating via email with a, uh, I know, old-school email, right, uh, with, a, with a pro personnel director today. He said that Jimmy Graham's on his last legs. He totally understands why the Seahawks would be looking to move on again with the salary involved. So these are all things that are conducive to just, number one, changing the complexion of the team. It's now Russell Wilson's team. And also just declining performance among some of the guys that are there. It's a new era for the Seahawks. I think they hope to press the reset button. 2018 may be that transition year. But by 2019, be right back in it with, dare I say it, the Rams and 49ers. Speaking of reset buttons, we got the Browns, and they're making some waves. They're trying to build this team up, adding Tyrod Taylor. Uh, What are they going to do with the first pick, the first and the fourth pick? Well, I think it became a little bit clearer this week. They have options now. You know, they have their bridge quarterback in Tyrod Taylor, even though um, Hugh Jackson, when you ask him what is his ideal quarterback, that is not Tyrod Taylor. But it's not like Hugh's opinion really matters in Cleveland anymore. In fact, I'm not even sure if they're going to give him headsets on Sunday. He would just have to watch the game just standing around on the sideline and peering around because he didn't call the plays anymore. He didn't have any say in who they got at quarterback. Obviously, they didn't even look at A.J. McCarron. Or if they did, they just brushed it off and, and Hugh's relationship with him. So, you you know, what's the point, right? I mean, you're just there for the ride for another year, pick up the paycheck, and then move on in 2019. But, you know, right now what the, what the Browns did was, okay, if they want to go with a quarterback at four, and maybe, listen, if they fall in love with Baker Mayfield and they think that's their guy, oh, yeah. well, you know what? Then yeah. maybe, just maybe, you take Saquon Barkley at one and Baker Mayfield's still sitting there for you at four. Oh, he's he's definitely going to be there. Yeah. Well, okay. yes, but yes and no. See, that's the thing. We say definitely. We don't know right now. You know what I mean? Maybe something, so a team doesn't fall in love with, with a Sam Darnold or a Josh Rosen or a Josh Allen. And they're like, hey, man, we like what Baker Mayfield brings. We're interested in this guy. What I'm just saying that when you have that number one pick, you control who you take, and anything after that, you're having to play along with others, right? You don't know how it all falls out. So I agree with you. Likely going to be there at four. Might be their guy. Who knows? But we'll see how it plays out. I just think, though, that Saquon Barkley now with Tyrod Taylor there, I just think that, you know, again, they bought themselves a little bit of time. This is a good bridge quarterback. And I tell you, it'll be interesting to watch. Saquon says everything right. This guy is such a, such a, a great young man to deal with. I love talking to him. I've got a little bit of a relationship going on with him, and I just think it's fantastic. I'm pulling for him to be the number one pick. I just think he's going to be a great player. I already know he's a great person. I'm not. I hope he's there for number two. I'm a Giants fan, of course. <laughs> I want him there. Talking to Alex Marvez. Alex, before we let you go, uh, speaking of the Giants, um, OBJ, uh, questionable. Uh, the people he hangs around, uh, you know the video that came out, some young lady uh, taking some video of him apparently uh, with a, a cigarette in his hand. Looked like it was weed. Of course, you can't tell. A it's cigarette. Weed. It's a cigarette. It looks like a brown um, marijuana. It, it could be anything. I don't know what it is. So I'm not going to speculate on that. But it looks like some you already lines. Have. I, I mean, but you know, but but it's like it's, it it looks that way. And, and there are lines of yeah. uh, a white powdery substance there, and she's kissing on him and all that stuff. Look, he he wants to get paid this off season. He's coming off the ankle injury or whatever. <laughs> Gettleman and and Shermer says he's got a clean slate, but we we know the issues that he's had on the field and some of the things I guess you know, questionable behaviors off the field when it comes to his focus or whatever. How is this going to affect contract talks with him and the Giants? 
Well, I mean, you're right. You know, he has a clean slate. Maybe does he have clean urine? And that's going to be mm-hmm. something that you know, if the guy knocks on the door, uh, you know, he says, "Hey, pee in this cup," and I'm watching you, by the way, that he's going to have to deal with because if there is if there is reason for the NFLPA or NFL to think that there needs to be a test administered, that's going to come into play here. I agree with you totally. I mean, listen, you talk about you know, if you're going to make him the highest paid wide receiver in NFL history, I really believe there is a responsibility that comes with that, making sure that you're going to not put yourself in position to embarrass your team to not put them in position that they're going to lose this money, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, because this is all this is all about finances. This isn't personal. This is business. And that's the thing with Odell Beckham Jr. If you're doing this sort of stuff, you're not taking care of your business. And like you said, I'm so glad you said it, Mike, when the segment starts. It's the people you're hanging around with. They're sometimes the one that can drag you down. All the hangarounds, all the people that want to just party with you, enjoy your fame, enjoy yep. your success, even though they've done nothing to contribute to it, they're happy to go along for the ride. Hopefully this will serve as a wake-up call for Odell Beckham Jr. The only other question I have is, what were the toppings on the pizza in the background? Yeah. <laughs> That's the whole thing. I, you know, I actually like anchovies. I'm one of the few, but my wife makes me order half anchovy because she can't stand anchovies. So I'm just curious, were there any anchovies on that pizza? Because that can be a polarizing statement as well. Well, pizza is the, the uh, food of choice from what I hear when you're smoking weed. But I'm not saying <laughs> I'm not saying he was smoking weed. I'm just saying. A lot no, of people, you're not saying. Uh, you're not uh, saying. Uh, not insinuating. And I'm not saying that I know. I just know what people that do know. That's all I'm saying. Alice Marvez, I appreciate it. That's what I heard. Mike, kill two extra strokes of my goatee for you right now. Thank you so much. <laughs> Keep on stroking it, baby. All oh, right. Whoa, whoa, pause. Oh, wait, wait a minute. Wait, wait. What are you talking about? Oh. Ugh, see, y'all, y'all just go there. You're just too edgy. Who, who is is who, who's there? Who's there? Who's who's over there? Oh, oh, my man David Gascon. I y'all gotta let me know these things, man. David Gascon. Man, you could have came in and said hi. Man, you know I ain't coming here until man. like one fifty nine. You know I'm not coming in there. <laughs> I came in the studio at the last second. I barely made, got on the air. <laughs> made Alex valet your car and uh, <laughs> Lee come out with the. <laughs> Alex looked at you like, man, you know that ain't happening. Alex, Alex, <laughs> Alex is feeling himself, boy. Look at that. I, I follow Alex on Snapchat. I see what you're doing, bro. You no know we big deal. That's it. You big deal, bro. Make man, it gotta, what you got for me, gotta man? Gotta get that Evite, I guess, right? Yeah. Valsper uh, Championship. Paul Casey right now has a share of the lead with Patrick Reed. Each of the gentlemen are at minus 10. Casey's done for the day. Reed is now on 18. Tiger Woods, two strokes behind. And he's got two holes to go to make that thing happen. Uh, meanwhile, one note in Major League Baseball, Jake Arrieta is getting himself paid three years and $75 million with the Philadelphia Phillies. We saw that happen, but he's getting himself paid anyways. Oh. Uh, moving along to the National Basketball Association, Minnesota leading Golden State right now just by two. It's 91-89. No Steph Curry in this ballgame, and there's still plenty of time. No Seven, Jimmy Butler for Minnesota. Yeah, 745 to play Put that out there. in the fourth. Are you a big Butler fan or what? No, I'm just saying, you know, you talk about one superstar missing, you got to talk about well, another that, superstar that, missing. Uh, Steph Curry's an MVP. Jimmy Butler's not an MVP. Well, I mean, he'll never be an MVP. Oh, Ooh, Lord. Uh, Lord. Ooh. Tell us how you feel. I'm serious. He must, I think he might be a Golden State fan. No, not, <laughs> not at all. Uh, I love Steph. That's my boy, too. Bro. Hell of a player, man. But Jimmy Butler's an all-star. He's, I mean, there's a lot of guys all-stars. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Lots. Man. Ooh. Tell us how you really feel. Serious. College basketball news. Juzang a three. That's no good for the left quarter. A flurry at the end. They can't get another shot off in time. The Quakers storm the floor, and here come the students. After a decade-long wait, the Penn Quakers are kings of the Ivy League again. And they are going back to the NCAA tournament. 68-65. to 65. 
the Penn Quakers are the Ivy League champions. Scott Graham in that call. Westwood won. Meanwhile, number eight Cincinnati came from behind to beat 21st-ranked Houston, 56-55. to 8-10 title game went to Davidson. They beat Rhode Island. Georgia State's going to the big dance. They won the Sun Belt Conference in Kentucky for the fourth straight year. Beat Tennessee this time in the SEC title for the tournament championship bout, 77-72. So they're also heading to the NCAA tournament. Oh! Oh! Got in the red shirt. Oh, is that a birdie? Man. That was a birdie. That is a birdie. Man. So he's at minus nine. That minus was a thirty-foot birdie was a putt. Beautiful on sixteen putt. for oh, Tiger Woods. Sixteen. He's one stroke back. Here wow. he comes. We got action. On seventeen, needed that. He's got he action. needed that. Oh my goodness. That was amazing. That he needed that. That was amazing. Oh, my gosh. On 17. That's clutch. So that – hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Stop that. Stop that. Look who's back. See? The, see? I'm not going – You already he's cele- back in You contention. already celebrated. No, no, no. You I celebrated. celebrated. I celebrated he's back into this tournament, not back overall. Wait, when did he leave? He ain't been around. We ain't seen this dude in four and a half years. This dude's played less than 30 tournaments in four and a half years. He's been hurt. He's been hurt. The man been on the operating table more than he's been on the golf course. Okay? I love Tiger Woods. My 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 favorite golfer of all time. The reason I even started playing the game is because Tiger Woods played the game and played it well. Okay? I give him the credit. Give him the credit. He transcended golf for a lot of us. I get it. I am not about to jump on the bandwagon so quickly and say the man is all the way back, even if he wins this tournament. We do that too much. We do. April, we do. I'm not buying into I mean, you. No, no, man, because what happens then all of a sudden, we, you know, we'll see, he'll, he'll, if he wins, we'll watch the next time he plays, which we always watch when Tiger plays, whether he wins or not, and he hasn't won in four and a half years. Anytime Tiger Woods says, I'm going to play in this tournament, Tournament X, people watch Tournament X until he misses the cut or he's out of contention on a Saturday and Sunday, and then they stop watching it. So when he's in contention, you're going to watch. I understand that. I get that. But I'm not about to proclaim that this man is all the way back because he wins one tournament. I applaud him once again the golf clap. You got hate in your heart. I, I, it out. I don't have – there's no hate. There's no hate. This is that remarkable. Was amazing. That was amazing. This would be remarkable if he comes back. But yeah, what if he finishes, look at him smiling. Okay, but what if he finishes second? What if he finishes second? Okay. What if he does that? Okay. Then what did Tiger Woods hopefully, say about second? Hopefully we what go, did Tiger Woods himself say about finishing second? Hopefully we go to a three-player uh, uh, you know, uh, playoff. That would be that, nice. That would be outstanding. But what if he finishes second? What if he finishes second? What did Tiger Woods himself say about finishing second? If you don't know, Google it. He says second sucks. If you ain't first, you're last. All right. All right, Ricky Bobby, baby. I'm with it, man. And here it is. On 18. Come on. 10 par off. 4, 8. No, this is 17. Par 4, Oh, this is 17? 17. Yep. I thought he was on 16. That was 16. No, this is 18. This is 18? He just birdied 17. That's 18. All right. And he's right on the fairway. So that's what I'm saying. He need, He was two strokes back because the, the, the chances of you eagling a par 4 on 18 is damn near impossible. So he's one stroke back going into his final hole, which he can birdie. He birdies his hole, then you force a playoff. Is everybody in the clubhouse now? All the, the the leaders in the clubhouse, both of them. Just one, 
one Reed, oh, Reed, Reed's on 18. So Reed could still – I don't know what, what Reed's setting up for. But Reed, if Reed birdies, then it's over. But once again, I'm happy, man. It's great. I'm just not going to get caught up in it. Like I told you, I got daddy issues, man. I got daddy issues. My, my, my biological father always says he's going to come around. I'm going to pick you up today, boy. Sitting on the stoop, waiting, Saturday. Mama, he going to come. <laughs> okay. Hello, Mama already know. That's my old friend. You already know. Mama, he going to come today. He said, Daddy going to come today. He going to take me and get some ice cream, Mama. <laughs> okay, baby. Just, okay, just, mm-hmm. Mama just, you know, looking at you. Then you hear her on the phone, you sorry son of a. You ain't. <laughs> do him. Get his hopes up all high. Money. And all of a sudden, you just disappoint him every single time. And then, sick. and then what happens is daddy shows up. Daddy shows up. You've been waiting for him for three weeks. And he shows up that one time. He takes you to his other girlfriend's house. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But you get, to, you get to spend time with daddy. So that's good quality time with daddy. And then he takes you back home. And then because he showed up last Saturday, you think he's going to show up this Saturday. And then... Daddy just never really shows up ever again. So all of a sudden, man, you just long hoping that you can have that relationship that daddy's going to be there. And he's going to be consistent. But he ain't consistent, man. He's not consistent. All right, we got to move on from that. Oh, I'm sorry. Congratulations. We got to keep it pushing. <sighs> you are so insensitive. We got to keep it going. You are so insensitive. Sometimes you're I 50. Just, you got to let that go. I just like you. <laughs> you got to let that go. I am not 50. Go, I'm on man. the other side of 45. I'm not 50. You're closer to no, 50 than 45. No, no, no. I'm closer to I'm closer to 45 than I'm 50. Mm-mm. That's it. Nope. Let me see. Hold on a second. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Carry the two. August. What's the day? What's the month? Wow, did you oh. see that put? He oh. just put, and it came right oh, back came, to where he put from. Is that Reed? Yeah. So, but Reed, it doesn't matter. He just put it. And it came right back to where he put, like the exact same spot. Oh wow! So Reed's going to drop back. So Reed, more than like that. Would, look, watch this. Watch this. This is okay. Um, well, you can't see so it. So was home. this was this for birdie? So this is on eighteen. Okay, for He's 18, putting, and he didn't get that hill. And it oh, came directly it came back right to where back. he was standing. It looks like a yo-yo. Like literally, watch. He's not going to even move. The ball's just going to land. It looks exactly. like a, it looks like a yo-yo. Wow. So he needs this. He needs this to. Maintain par? I'm assuming this is his par putt. Yes. Because if he misses this, then he drops back, and he's out of contention because Rose is in the clubhouse with minus 10. So he needs this. Hmm. All right. We're going to tell you what Reed does here for par. As a matter of fact, hold on a second. Let's hold on for this for a second. Can we, can we, can we hold on, Alex? Hold on a second. All right, let's go. This hold. is very this is If Tiger was not in this tournament, we would not be talking about Reed or anybody else. What's Reed? Oh, That's he, all like, he chipped oh, that he, one. Oh, he chipped it with his putter. Oh, oh. If he so he's going to drop one if he stroke back. just done that the first time. Yeah, so he's out of contention. So he'll fall back. So Tiger he's Woods. He's literally about two feet away from the Is about the to hit now. his approach on 18, trying to get birdie, trying talk, to force a playoff. Too and the Valspar, Valspar Championship, Tiger I believe Woods that's what it's approach. called. We'll tell you how he painted that picture. You see what I did for Valspar? That's the sponsor. It's coming up next right here on Fox Sports Radio. 
Progressive's new Home Quote Explorer is changing the way you buy home insurance. Now you can go online, get a custom quote, and save both time and money. Learn more at Progressive.com. All right. Tiger Woods on 18. Long birdie putt. He needs this. Alex, cut the music. We got to have silence. Got to have silence right here. To tie Rose for the lead in the force of playoff. Shh, whisper. Tiger is uh, he's on 18. He's studying the putt from both angles. He's walking down. He, he wants to it's an uphill putt. It's about, mm, it's got to be about 25, 30 feet. About 25, 30 feet. Just sunk. Just sunk a 30-footer. Bounce bar. Yeah, he did sink a long putt on 17. This is a little bit difficult. Yeah. A little bit more difficult, I should say. It's uphill. So this is. The greens are moving right to left. To force a playoff. What did it say? Did that say 38? What does that say? 30? 38 feet. 38 feet. What he doesn't want to do, he doesn't want to leave it short. He doesn't want to hit it to the bottom of the hole because it's downhill. What he doesn't want to do is miss. Here it is. Just relax. 38 feet. Take for a couple, birdie. A couple warm-up swings. And a share of the lead. Here we go. And. And. Tiger but it's on the, the way. It is tracking. It's no. God dang, boom, dog. Boom, boom, boom. What did I say? said he doesn't want to hit it at the bottom of the hole. So he left it a little bit short and to the right. So Tiger, yeah, it's going to finish uh, He's a top for his second. second here. He can tap in his par. Man, Tiger, well, nice little run for Tiger. He's there, man. Yeah. He, he, yeah, it's nice. This is good. This is good for golf. Tiger finishes nine under. I will say this is good for golf. This is good for Tiger Woods. It's great to see him back. Playing competitive, not missing cuts, playing consistent golf the entire weekend. This is good. I mean, it ain't good oh, that for ball his ball spot, <laughs> boy. Oh, I ain't even feeling really bad about my – keep your hat on, Tiger. That I'll tell ball you. spot is oh, oh, forget That's the a lot ball of stress spot. right there. He needs to go holler at whoever LeBron hollered oh, at. Oh, my God. He needs to holler at whoever – yeah, Deion Sanders hollered at. Oh, my God. He has got the – He somebody took the top off the Maybach right there, baby. He took the top off the man. Tiger, you have the means. Go get some hair, he man. Took, boy, that's a – I know he lost a lot of sponsors when he had that scandal, boy. I know one he can get right back right now. <laughs> Come on, Tiger. Hey, man, I don't feel bad about my thinning hair now. I'm serious, Tiger. Because it's worse when you got thick hair all the way around, and then all of a sudden you just got that big old sinkhole. <laughs> Or you got that cul-de-sac like, like LeBron had the cul-de-sac. <laughs> I see you wearing a lot of hats. These oh, I got days. my hat on. I'm telling oh, okay. you, no man, because I already know, man. I put, you know what I do? I got a little secret. See, my hair is. That's why I keep my hair cut short. On top, I keep it dark, but then I put the little fibers in it, baby. You know what I'm saying? Little topics right there. Bye, 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 bye. I tell you my little secrets. It's Put that okay. little Beijing in there? No, there ain't no Beijing. I don't paint stuff on my Put hair. Put a little Beijing? It ain't, no, it ain't Beijing. It's little topics. It's little fibers. You just pour on top of your little spots here and there to fill in the little thinning areas. That's what you do. That's cool. Nobody can tell. When I'm taking pictures on television, nobody knows. You know what I'm saying? What happens if you jump in a pool? 
Oh, oh I'm hell done. no. I'm done then. Can't do that. I'm done Whole then. Pool be black. <laughs> I'm done. I'll come out scaring women and children. Okay, Minnesota beat Golden State. Okay. Oh, look at Cat, Carl Anthony Towns. 31 on him. I'm going to Minnesota next week for the Clippers. Oof. All right, uh, Selection Sunday. Uh, about to get underway here in a couple of hours here. All the tournaments are over right now. So uh, we'll talk more about that, and I'll tell you why I don't like conference right. tournaments and the automatic bid that comes along with it. It's coming up. Oh, we still got time? Oh, I'm sorry. You just stopped talking for a second. Oh, okay. There's oh, you good. Okay, we good. So, yeah, that's what we're going to talk about here on Fox Sports Radio. And we're going to get more into that OBJ stuff. Uh, you got to pick your friends a little wisely. Mike Hill, Ephraim Salon with you. Hour number two, Selection Sunday. Selection show about to start. They got a live studio audience and everything. Oh, man. it's big time. Man, TBS is doing it right. Big time. So what I understand, they're going to reveal the 68 teams, and then after that, what they're going to do is going to determine what region they are in and the number one seeds and all that. I think we kind of already figured out. Virginia's going to be more than likely the number one overall seed. Villanova should get a, a number one seed as well. And then uh, after that, who, who else is deserving of a number one seed, to be honest? And I see, I don't know if Xavier is going to be a number one seed now. Kansas, Kansas, more than likely, Kansas could be a number one seed. But, huh. So, I, I mean, the only two number one seeds I think are locks are Villanova and Virginia. And Villanova, of course, won the Big East tournament. Watch they do season. something like throw Duke up in there. They they love to do that. Well, Duke lost to I North know, Carolina. I know, but they love to do that, man. <sighs> so, I go. I mean, Xavier, that lost the problem. Providence, you know, had a nice little run or whatever, and Xavier's been consistent all year long. We'll see if that happens. But, you know, and Kansas in the Big 12, and, you know, they continue their dominance in the Big 12 again this year. And, huh, it'd be interesting to see who get the other who gets the other two number one seeds um, out there. Uh, and also be interesting to see how many teams come out of the Pac-12 this year. Probably no more than two, three. Three at the most, more than likely. Uh, well, you get Arizona, Arizona, USC. You'll get USC. You'll get UCLA. Maybe. UCLA. And I'm sure they're going to try to maybe. throw Arizona State in there. No. Arizona Why? State might. And you know what's crazy about that is Arizona State was at one time <laughs> a top five team this year. They yeah. started the season not even ranked, had that great run, mm-hmm. had all those big wins early on in the season, became a top five team, and then they went into Pac-12 play, which – That's why they, they, they put struggled. them in. They struggled in the Pac-12, which – it's funny because the Pac-12 had a down year, and they struggled in their own conference. So I feel like if you struggle in your if your conference is having a down year, right, and you struggle within the conference that is having a down year, how can you be considered one of the top teams out there if you have a losing record within your conference? It'll be interesting to see what happens with teams like Oklahoma. And Oklahoma had a great start of the season, of course. Um, of course, Trey Young, everybody's talking about him, player of the year candidate. Trey Young ended up not even being the top player in his own conference. Oklahoma s- struggled, suffered down the street. I think they lost their last 10 road games. Yeah, they were, uh, they falling, were abysmal. They were falling apart. Yeah, they were falling apart. And we'll see if uh, you know what they did early on in the season is good enough to get them in there. But a lot of these teams on the bubble. And then you know, one of the gripes I have about college basketball, and I know it's one of the things that excites people the most, Ephraim, 
I know it's one of the things that's part of March Madness, and it's great, and we're watching the conference tournaments. I really don't believe that you should get an automatic bid for winning your conference tournament. Really? I don't I don't think you should get an automatic bid. Now, not? I'm not saying that, you know, people, people say, well, mid-majors and these schools outside of the Power Five wouldn't, you know, get, or the big, big conferences wouldn't get. No, I'm saying if you win your conference, regular season conference championship, you get an automatic bid. Okay. You get it if you win your regular season. I mean, because it means more to win the regular. It means you're consistent all year long. So you take a team like all of a sudden, like, okay, Rhode Island, which, you know, looked good all season long, but they lose, uh, or, 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 or better yet, who did Rhode Island lost to Davidson? Didn't Davidson. They yeah. lost to Davidson. So what if Rhode Island was one of those bubble teams? Now, Rhode Island's going to get in, Davidson's going to get in, right? Because they won. But does, is Davidson one of the top 68 teams in the country? And is it better than a team, say, like a Notre Dame that's going to be on a bubble? And Notre Dame struggled this season because Bonzi Colson, one of their All-American players, right. was out for the majority of the year. Well, that's, right that's, Now he's coming back and they're playing better. And now with him on this team, you can't tell me that Notre Dame with Bonzi Colson is better. It, you can't tell me that Davidson – it's better than Notre Dame with Bonsi Colson on that team. But Davidson to get in and Notre Dame probably be on the outside looking in. It's all part of it, man. It, it really is. It's all part of it. And, you know, we each university has to deal with the health issues. Uh, San Diego State, you know, had to deal with injuries. Uh, their senior leader, Trey Kells, was hurt. Uh, for the majority of, of the year, but they've been back healthy all together now, and they've won eight in a row, won the tournament, and now they're going to the NCAA. So it's a lot of teams dealing with that type of, you know, adversity. So I, I, I mean, I don't agree with you. I, I do understand the importance of winning uh, the regular season uh, in your conference. Uh huh. But I like conference championships, conference tournaments. I really do. I love the conference. No, no, no. The conference tournaments still have. But what it allows no. what it allows to happen is for the mid-majors and the smaller conferences, not in the Power Five, uh-huh. it allows multiple teams from that conference to go. So say if you won your regular season and you have an outstanding year, like for uh, the Mountain West, Nevada is ranked 22nd in the nation they won a regular season, but San Diego State beat them in the tournament, and San Diego State's going. So both they'll have two teams in there now instead of one. Let me ask you a question. Davidson and Rhode Island. Okay. Right? Uh-huh. If Davidson doesn't win, mm-hmm. they don't go. Mm-hmm. Rhode Island's going. Either way, now they have two teams out of that conference going. So I like it better in that aspect. But do two teams – Yes, no, no, let me finish and let me ask okay, a question. Sorry, sorry. Do two teams deserve <laughs> are 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 the two teams that come out of that conference one of the two of the top sixty-eight teams in the nation? Now, if you yeah. win your regular season, for example, MTSU. MTSU had a great season, ranked good this year, won the regular season in their conference, but they lost in their in their in their in their uh tournament game. So now MTSU might be penalized and might not even make it in. Because they lost in their tournament game, they had one bad game, and, and it happens. I understand that, but that that shouldn't be part of the NCAA tournament. It's almost like your your conference tournament becomes part of the NCAA tournament, 
for some of these smaller programs, for some of these smaller conferences. If you don't win that, like the MEAC or whatever, you could, you could go undefeated in the MEAC, go to SWAC, and you lose in your tournament game. Say a, a, They'll a, a, let you in. A, a, no. If you go undefeated, yes, you will. Yeah, no, yeah, you will. Not, not all the time. Yeah, not, they'll I, let you I, in. I, I don't think we've ever seen that case. I, I, like uh, Back in the day, Coppin State, when Fane Mitchell was you know doing his thing with Fane State, they, they used to always run. Coppin State still had to win their conference tournament in order to get into the big dance. They don't just automatically let you win for going undefeated in your conference in the regular season if you're part of one of these smaller conferences. It doesn't work that way. If anything, you're going to be on the bubble. You'll be talked about like, yeah, you should be in, but no, it's not automatic. So if you have one hiccup in that conference tournament where an official could decide something, it could be something where it could be a, a, a you know a, a, a player goes down with an injury for a, a key span of the game. For so for five or seven minutes of your season, five or seven minutes in a game could cost you your entire season that you work for that you deserve to go to a, a, a NCAA tournament get that NCAA tournament bid. All I'm saying is like you can have that one bad game in your conference tournament that could determine an entire body of work, and that's not fair. So, yes, it helps some of these smaller conferences to be able to get into the tournament and have two or three teams get two teams get in the tournament. But then it also hurts some of those regular season conference winners for their consistency and what they've been able to do all season long. And also, it hurts, and I understand these bubble teams that are out there, you know, that that are work really hard and and, and, and play well. Once again, I go back to Notre Dame, and I'm not just trying to pick on Notre Dame or Davidson or, or a team like that, but Davidson gets in where a team like Notre Dame, when you get your star player back for the last couple of games, which you, if you would have had them all season long, more than likely you would have made the tournament. Now you got them back and you're a better team, and now you might be on the outside looking in where another team that, because they had a nice little run, they won three games in their tournament, they went on a three- or four-game winning streak, and all of a sudden, now they're an NCAA tournament team. And a lot of times we've seen these NCAA tournament teams, when they win their conference uh, tournament, sometimes they have losing records. So, yeah, Look, it's great to get them in It's all about there. getting hot at the right moment, okay? it's Nothing is perfect, but this is fair. It gives teams an opportunity to have multiple teams in the tournament from their conference when otherwise it wouldn't have happened. And – the cream rises to the top. You have to be playing your best basketball right now, and that's what we're seeing. Teams are playing their best basketball right now, so they deserve to go to the NCAA tournament. That's it. All right. I disagree with that. I mean, yeah, it's fine. Look, Okay, so if you're, so that means Oklahoma shouldn't make it because Oklahoma's not playing, playing their best. They're, they're not. Oklahoma shouldn't. So if you're, if you're talking about playing your best basketball right now, Oklahoma's been struggling down the stretch. Forget what they did early in the season. Right. Arizona State shouldn't make it. it, it not even be on a bubble. Because if you if you lost eight or nine, nine or ten going down the stretch, you're not playing your best basketball right now. Teams that have lost a star player down the stretch, no matter how good they played during the regular season, if they lost three of their last four games because they lost their star player, they shouldn't make the tournament because of how they're playing right now from what you're talking about. It, so it ain't always about how you're playing right now. Sometimes you just get lucky. Sometimes these teams just get lucky. And I understand that's part of the madness. I understand that's part of the excitement. And I don't really want to take too much away from that. But at the same time, I don't want to penalize the teams that are deserving to be in the tournament 
for another team that, hey, had one shining moment. It's always like that, man. You I know, know you, it's. I know it's been like. I, I'm not everybody saying, can't get in. I'm not saying it's going to change. Everybody All I'm saying can't is I don't in, like it. But there's a formula for you to get in, right? In college football, there's no formula. In college basketball, there's a formula. So going into the season, you know what the formula is, and you know you have a shot. No matter how your regular season ends up, you know you have a shot if you can put the pieces together to get into the NCAA tournament. And that's all you need. You need the knowledge, the desire, and the will to get it done. The knowledge to know that if you do this, this is what will happen. Okay. Right? The desire to sacrifice and do what it takes. So that's Oklahoma why those made tournaments. It. I'm sorry. At-large bids. They're showing Oklahoma's in. I just saw at-large bids. I'm sorry. No Notre Dame or Louisville? They're out? Okay. Notre Dame Louisville is out. So, once again, Bonzi Colson. And Notre Dame out. Go ahead and finish your statement. I just want to say that. So, I mean, it's just the, as long as you have the recipe and the formula, you have an ability to do it. Yeah. And I like that. And I, I like mid-majors, uh, multiple mid-majors going in. I enjoy that. That's why we got Cinderella stories. And that's what, be honest, people aren't tuning in to see Duke and North Carolina and Kentucky and – Virginia, they're not tuning in to the tournament to see them continually go to the Final Four. They're watching the Cinderella. Oh yeah, stories. I mean, if the Cinderella, the twelve seeds, if the, they the, happen to become that Cinderella, they're not watching a team that finishes fourteen and eighteen on the season and get blown out by forty points to Kansas in the first round. Or beat Kansas. If that happens, it's great. Now it's wonderful. If it happens, if it happens, but it's rare that it happens. I'm just saying, it's still it, – it, look, I, I'm not going to win the argument. I understand that because I understand people well, love the underdog. Well, it's not an argument. It's just an un, it's just conversation. I understand people love the underdog. UCLA made it. UCLA. I it. told you. So UCLA. So Texas Tech, so, so UCLA. Syracuse made it. Virginia, Virginia Tech. Well, we knew Virginia Tech was going to make it. I knew they were going to – I mean, the ACC is powerful this year. The ACC course, should get about yeah. eight or nine bids this year. Uh, the Big East should get about six, especially with Providence. West Virginia, Big 12 might get four or five. But Oklahoma got in, man. See, once again, it's not about how well you're playing at the end of the season. You know, it's you know, your overall body of work. And your overall body of work in the regular season should count for something, meaning if you finish as your regular season champion in your conference, then you should get your automatic bid. That way you get your automatic bid. Now, if you want to give an automatic bid to the conference Tournament champion after but you, that. But you know what would have been a great story? What's that? St. John's went 4-14 four and 14 in the regular season and 16-17 overall. If they would have won the Big East tournament, that would have been amazing and got in and got into the NCAA. That's a great story. It would have been. I it, mean, I, love, I like Shamori Ponds. Don't get me wrong. It, it's an opportunity. But if you're talking about the body of work, we, anyway, I'm not going to win this argument. I know. Because, <laughs> you know, you know y'all, y'all like giving out participation trophies. I understand. That's All good. 68 have been revealed. ACC has nine teams. SEC has eight. eight. Big, Big 12, Big 12 seven. seven. Big East, six. Uh-huh. Big 10, four. American, three. Atlantic, uh, 10, three. So Penn State didn't make it Pac- out of the Big 10. Uh-huh. Penn State didn't make it. So Big 10, if they got Michigan, Michigan State, Ohio State, and Purdue, those got to be the four uh, out of the Big 10. Wow. Okay. 
We'll uh, come back and reveal some of those teams, tell you about some of the teams that got snubbed, and uh, much more. It's Selection Sunday right here on Fox Sports Radio. Back on Fox Sports Radio. Mike Hill, Ephraim Salon with you. Coming to you live from the Geico, Fox Sports Radio Studios. 15 minutes can save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit geico.com for a free rate quote. Brackets are out. Do with them as you please. Last four in. Syracuse, UCLA, Arizona State, St. Bonaventure. First four out. Baylor, Notre Dame, USC, and St. Mary's. I was surprised with USC, to be honest with you. I thought USC would get in over UCLA because USC went to the championship game, Pac-12. Right. Once again, it's the overall body of work. And uh, also, man, like, I'm a firm believer, and and they got to be consistent, these committees, too. When you look at star players, I remember, and this is going way back, and I'm dating myself. Remember when Kenya Martin was with the uh, Cincinnati yeah. Bearcats? Bearcats, yep. And they were number one team in the nation. He broke his leg, mm-hmm. I think, in the last game or whatever, right before the tournament or whatever. And they were number one. They could have been, should have been a number one seed, number one overall seed or whatever. But going into that tournament, they were a number two seed right. based on Kenya Martin not being available. So they do look at star players. Bonzi Colson. It's an All-American type player. Coming back from that injury, I thought that Notre Dame having Bonzi Colson back, and, and I don't even like Notre Dame, but I'm just <laughs> I'm using that as an example. Bonzi Colson coming back made Notre Dame a better team going into the NCAA tournament. I think that should have played a factor in their decision, but obviously uh, it didn't. Got a good matchup in the South if Arizona and – Arizona beats Buffalo and Kentucky beats Davidson. They meet second second round. Arizona Kentucky. Yep. Oh wow, that's gonna be nice. Oh, you usually don't get them that high, but that's gonna be real nice. The, the all in NCAA the, investigation game. That's, game in, right right, that's in the South region. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Mm, yeah, that'd be uh, Aiton. So it'd be freshmen's galore. I know, right? Yeah, man. That Aiton, DeAndre Aiton is a Beast. No wonder they paid him $100,000 to come there. Man, they, they, Allegedly. And, and he got underpaid. <laughs> Allegedly. They underpaid him. If he only got 100000 you need to go renegotiate. You're right, too, because goodness I'm gracious. Like, I miss my mom. I'm like, I'm pulling him out of school before the tournament. I, will, I mean, that might be something they might think about one year with these, these players that are being abused and used uh, for their abilities and their likeness to be sold. Uh, on this NCAA stage when it comes to these tournaments because they are being sold. You don't think yes, they are. CBS, TNT, and Turner, all those people are going to be using the star players and showing their faces or whatever to sell you to watch Absolutely. these games? Their likenesses are being sold. And so when you talk about, well, they get a free education. No, I'm, well, they're one-and-done players. How much education Oof. are they going to get? In so the if East you, region, Virginia Tech and Alabama, that's going to be a good one. Alabama's in. Uh, Colin Sexton got them in Boy. there. That should be a good one as well. West Virginia, Press Virginia, Murray State, that could be a 12-5 upset right there. Mm-hmm. That could be a – you know, it's always a 12-5 upset. Always, every so, year. Yep, so Murray, that could be one – and that's in San Diego right there. The number one overall seeds, by the way, uh, as expected. Virginia's the number one overall seed. 
Um, Villanova is a number one seed as well. Xavier in Kansas are your number one seeds in each region. Florida's in. St. Bonaventure once again. UCLA got to play a play-in game in Dallas, Texas. The winner of that uh, gets Florida on Thursday. Wow. Um, I never fill out, fill out these brackets. I don't do it. <laughs> so don't ask me to. Don't ask me to be a part of your tournament. So I don't do it. I just don't. I, I, it's, hard. It, it, it's impossible to predict these things. It really is. Especially this year in college basketball. And that's what I like. And, and that's one of the reasons I will actually be invested in watching uh, the NCAA tournament, which I do every year. Mm-hmm. But this year, I truly, fully believe that we could actually get one of those mid-majors that come out of nowhere and I, make I a agree. run and actually win it all. Remember Butler a couple of, when they were Butler before they went to the Big East? Right. Butler, when they had, uh, oh gosh, uh, Gordon Haywood. And they got played Duke a couple of years, mm-hmm. whatever. Before they went to the, they weren't in the Big East at the time, so they were still considered a mid-major. Uh, went back-to-back NCAA championship games, whatever. Came up a, a, a desperation shot short of beating Duke one year and lost to UConn the next, whatever. Yep. So uh, I think Wichita we could see State. Wichita State, Cincinnati, you know, a team like that, you know, um, can do some damage. How about a Gonzaga, you know? Oh, yeah, it was Gonzaga big time. Yeah, I mean, but, you know, they don't really consider that. But I'm, I'm saying come out of one of these smaller right, conferences. Right, right, Because if you look across the landscape of college basketball, there really isn't a dominant team that you look at and say, wow, Virginia's got great defense. I don't think Virginia's given up 70 points in the game this season. Great defensively. But will they have that one game where they don't score enough points themselves? And they get beaten 66 to 62. Yeah, you know, that's the great thing about the tournament is, like, you have to play perfect basketball. Yeah. Right? You you can't go through a, a scoring slump or defensive breakdowns through an entirety of a game, especially going up against these mid-majors, because a, a lot of these, most of these mid-major teams have senior, junior, uh, senior leadership playing against a bunch of young guys uh, fresh out of high school. Mm-hmm. So that's the part of the tournament I really enjoy because you see teams that have been playing together for years uh, going up <laughs> against teams that are finally – like that's the, the knock on Kentucky. They have so many young guys, so many, you know, one-and-dones every year that it takes them a little time. And this – you know, Kentucky's not even in the top 25 this year uh, right now at the end of the season. Well, they probably but, with winning the SEC championship game. They're probably – at the end of the year they'll get in. But right. I mean, but, but, you know, you know that's, the, that's the knock. It takes them time. They're playing good basketball right now. Those guys have played the entire season together. They got the rotations down. Everybody knows their jobs and, and their responsibilities. So they're playing well. They're number five seed. Uh, but that will be a, a tremendous test if they both win their first round, uh, them in Arizona, they'll meet in the second round. That's going to be amazing. I'm looking forward to uh, the Missouri-Kansas State game. Only I want to see more from Michael Porter. He only played that one game in the uh, SEC tournament. Mm-hmm. So, uh, of course, projected to be a top five pick in the NBA draft uh, coming off the, the back issues that he had. It cost him his uh, his only season, <laughs> his only season at Missouri. <laughs> he ain't coming back. Um, and like you said, uh, Arizona's got a beast. They got Marshall in, in the first uh, round themselves. I'm looking across the board. I'm looking at other matchups here. Nevada and Texas is going to be a good matchup. Nevada is one of those teams that could make a run. Yep. 
um, Eric Musselman, their head coach. Yeah, man. And uh, our good, good friend uh, um, uh, Daniel, Daniel Sargent's Sergeant. husband. Yep. Yeah. So, um, you know, Eric Musselman is former Sacramento Kings head coach. Nevada's had a really good season. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. Mm. It's, it says, hold on. Did we get this wrong? This says U- USC is in. No, that's a uh, pro- that was project- oh, that was that's projected. a projection. Oh, that was projected. Mm-hmm. Okay, what are we doing? What am I doing here? Okay, am I on the wrong bracket here? Okay, south and east. All right, there we go. All right, okay. I'm like looking at it. Sorry about that confusion. Baylor St. Mary's out. Okay, here we go. Let's get this. Let's get this together here. Make sure we got to put out the right information. Can't be doing that. <laughs> Let's go to trending. Let's find out what's going on while I get my brackets together. I'm already messing up my brackets. Damn it. That's why I don't fill them out. All right. I'm going to do the easy work for you guys then. Do it. i get you the top seats right okay. now out of each region. Out of the south region, Virginia. Oh, east region, Villanova. That's what I was on. West region, Xavier. And the Midwest, you got Kansas. One of the first four teams that is out, USC, had a couple more wins in UCLA, but they're part of the first four that are in. So they'll be playing in the next couple of days. Guys, a couple of interesting notes in the National Football League. Sporting News is reporting that Fox Sports is actually targeting a couple different people. As you know, from the last 48 to 72 hours, Peyton Manning was one of them. But a recent report coming out today, they're looking at Dallas Cowboys tight end Jason Witten and possibly becoming the new analyst on Thursday night football. So stay ah. tuned on all of that, and playing days could be over with. Uh, switching over to golf, the Valsper Championship. Tiger Woods, he was close, but no cigar. Comes up second place, uh, tied for a second anyway. It was at minus nine, finishing the tournament. Paul Casey is your winner. He was at minus 10. In college basketball, we announced a couple of the teams that have found their way in and also controlling the regions. Rhode Island lost today in the A-10. Davidson played themselves in. Penn got in Ivy League play. Georgia State out of the Sun Belt Conference. And you guys just mentioned it, Kentucky. They've won four straight SEC titles. They won the tournament today, beating Tennessee 77-72. In Major League Baseball, Jake Arrieta, three-year contract with the Philadelphia Phillies, $75 million. Wow. All right. Hey, you know what? These uh, baseball players aren't getting paid a lot of money these days. (laughs) Not happen. <laughs> I mean, but hey, twenty-five million a year is a lot. But he thought he was going to get way more than that. Yeah, he thought he was going to get one hundred fifty, two hundred million dollars. But uh, they just ain't giving pitchers above thirty years old more than uh, that type of money. Can't do it, David Gascon. Can't do it, man. I'll, I'll take a fraction of that. Don't you already get? A fraction? Well, I, I get, I get like, I get like a, a basis point off of it. I mean, but you know, it's, that's still a fraction. That's oh, you don't work for free. You're not a slave. I'm, I'm a glorified intern. Oh, everybody has choices. Well, that's true. <laughs> we that's all true. had choices. That's why I was saying. working with you guys. Oh, you were actually working. Well, I, I sometimes. I, I thought you had. Don't, I don't, thought you don't buy me into me. that, man. Don't I thought buy you told into me that. Come on, man. You still here? <laughs> Oh, Ethan? You, you uh, I don't think anyone's going to force me out of this building. Uh, well, Michigan State gets to play in Detroit. <laughs> hey, man, you ain't about to Doug Gottlieb me. <laughs> <laughs> was it Doug Gottlieb? Was it, was it him? Who was it? No. Who was it? It was Brady. Oh, it was Brady. Brady Quinn. That shit. No, not Brady Quinn. <laughs> oh, which, which Brady? Which Papinga. Brady? Oh, Brady Papinga. That's what. I'm sorry. Hey, uh, hey, hey, man. We The brackets are coming out. What okay, are you all right. talking about? All right, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right man. Back. 
Get out of here. All right. No we fair. got Michigan State playing in Detroit. Look, right? Oklahoma, that doesn't seem fair. Oklahoma. Well, Michigan State's, you know, they're a third seed. Number three seed? Yep. Okay. Duke's number two seed. Wow. Michigan State's a three seed? Plays Iona. Oh, man. I didn't think Michigan State would fall that far back. I thought they'd be at least a number two. Huh. All right. Rhode Duke. Island against Oklahoma. Oklahoma and uh, Rhode Island. That's going to be a good game. 7-10, yeah. Rhode Island 7, Oklahoma I mean, 10. look. 10 seed. They got here, – here's one thing you, you realize about tournaments. And every single year, there seems to be that one guy. We've seen Kimball Walker do it. We saw Steph Curry do it. We saw uh, Shabazz Napier do it. You know, that one uh, – Carmelo Anthony. Yep. Guys – make a name for themselves. I mean, they, they already had a name for themselves, but they make a bigger name for themselves because they get really red hot in an NCAA tournament and they're able to carry their team to that 6-0 and mark and cut down the nets. Right. Trey Young is capable of doing that. I don't know how they find that magic, how they can rekindle that magic, what it's going to take, what Lon Kruger can do. Remember Wally Zerbiak? Wally Zerbiak. Boy. I'm, uh, what's that kid's name that, um, gosh, what was that other kid's name that, um, went to BYU? Um, uh, uh, Jimmer Fredette. Jimmer Fredette. Yeah. Gosh. See how quickly we forget? Quickly we forget? Kawhi Leonard. Oh, I forgot about him. Yeah. Uh, he's coming back for the Spurs Thursday. Yeah, but they got him all the way to, he got him all the way to the Sweet 16. They're playing against Kimball Walker. I mean, Sweet went 16. Went nuts that game. Don't, don't matter. I'm talking about final. Thanks, board. bud. Yeah, Sweet 16. You just had to throw San Diego State out there. Nobody cares. Sweet 16. Really? Come on, man. Get get me to at least the Elite Eight, Ephraim. How far has the Air Force ever gone? Uh-huh. Oh, okay. So UNC Greensboro. You see, they're celebrating right there. Uh at play Ohio State. State. Uh what else is going on here? Which which uh Wichita State Marshall Florida, Texas Tech okay Arkansas, Houston Butler Houston that's gonna be a good San matchup. Diego State, and Wichita, Houston okay, Houston just uh, lost in the uh, championship game the conference championship game in Cincinnati they're a six seed Plain. so San Diego State where is that in Wichita Wichita are yep. you going? I gotta go Wichita Kansas I gotta go so you are gonna need to take. Uh, two planes, a puddle hopper, and a ski boat to get there. I said a ski boat. I don't even know what a ski boat is. Michigan could be one of those teams, I believe, that, look, nobody's going to be really talking about them a lot, but Michigan got some firepower, man, coming out of the Big Ten. Yeah, they do. I, I, I like Michigan's team. Providence, even though Providence got to the uh, championship, wow. Providence must really been on that bubble that they're still a number 10 seed. Yeah. Texas A&M, of course, got off to that great start in the uh, SEC. Uh, they get in, and North Carolina is a two seed. North Carolina, uh, which lost in the uh, ACC championship game. playing That's a home game in Charlotte, taking on Lipscomb. Lipscomb is one of those teams, man. Man. Lipscomb. They play well. The Belmonts of the world. They, those play, the they play well. That always surprise people, man. So, uh. Do you do you fill out the brackets? No, you don't. No, you just enjoy the process. I, I really do. I enjoy the process, uh, and I'm a fan. You know, so I, I really like to just watch. Isn't that better 
when you just can just like because we want to be right. And, and and I think sometimes when you when you when you're betting, when you're filling out these brackets, when you're, you know, making these predictions, sometimes you can't really enjoy the game because you're rooting for a specific team. When you don't have a, a horse in a race, you can just go out and enjoy. But when you look at your brackets, you're more concerned about, oh, my gosh, forget that upset. <laughs> I just care about my four seed getting past that 13 seed. <laughs> forget that upset. I don't care about that. You know, hey, that's that's going to destroy my bracket. You know, and so you, you really can't fully appreciate it when you full, fill out these brackets. And, you know, how many times do you have you actually won? when you're taking these office polls, so to speak, because a lot of them are illegal uh, in your workplace. So just enjoy the process. Enjoy. All right, we'll talk more about the uh, selection Sunday, the madness that continues. We'll continue to reveal the brackets as the brackets continue to uh, come unraveled. Mike Hill, uh, Ephraim Salam, hanging out with you. I want to talk a little football real quick before, before we get back to that. Let's go back because I want to bring up the um, – the OBJ situation, man, one more time. I know we talked about that with uh, uh, Alex Marvez and heard about he's overseas right now and got caught on on camera with some uh, friend of his that I hopefully is a former friend of his. Um, we want to he, – he just didn't – I'll just say like his, uh, his thought process uh, wasn't the best when it came to uh, picking his friends, OBJ, because she put him on camera uh, apparently – um, holding what appears to be, who knows what it is, uh, a cigarette that could be uh, marijuana. I believe they call that a blunt, Mike. Could be a blunt. I mean, that's I mean, a that's cigarette. A, a cigarette. Allegedly, we don't yeah, know. Allegedly. What, we don't, I don't know. know. It could be. We grapefruit. don't even know what he but was just, holding. It, we don't know. We don't know. Could have been a sharpie. They had lines there, of course. Now we don't know of any drug test that OBJ uh, has failed, if he's ever failed one. All right. But he's in an important uh, offseason right now because he wants to be the pay. He wants to be the highest paid player in the NFL. Definitely wants to be the highest paid wide receiver, and uh, because of his play, he probably deserves that um, on the football field when he's healthy. But now, with that, comes out questions, and it makes questionable behavior, and wondering how are you going to react once you get that money and. You played in the NFL for 13 years. And I am a person that I don't like to count people's money, but at the same time, it's like you want to be on your best behavior when it comes to you. Well, you want to be on your best behavior all the time, but especially when it comes to you wanting to get more money and more years and more commitment because the team wants to see that you're committed as well. Well, you just want to show you have maturity. That's the biggest thing, right? You want to be mature. So you want to let teams know that, hey, if we invest millions of dollars in you, into you, then we won't have to regret it, take some of it back, or lose it. And those all can be equated to your decisions that you make off the field. Yeah. Not on the field, off the field. But for him, he's had trouble on both instances off and on the field well not a lot of trouble off the field not trouble decision making decision making we won't go on the boat with jeans and timberlands yeah Yeah. before the playoff game like that that's that's not good that's a bad fashion choice but yeah i'm just saying right before the playoffs jerry rice wasn't on the boat right right i understand that right jerry rice was the best receiver in the game if you want to be the best receiver in the game 
you have to carry yourself accordingly. Well, and you, it's not a this the new millennium. This the new you know the millennials. We do things different. It, it's not about that because your bosses aren't millennials. But you don't have to do things like everybody else as well. I'm not saying you can't have fun. You should be able to have fun. But like you said, Ephraim, your decision making, you got to think before you actually do it. How is this going to be, how is this going to be viewed? Right. How am I portraying myself right now? And the people that are around you aren't always your friends. One thing I like about you and I admire about you, Ephraim, is that, you know what, you're a young guy still, even though you're old, but you're young. (laughs) You are young. And- You've always had a maturity about you ever since I've I've been knowing you for a long, long time. time. It's been a long time. Uh, yeah, ever since you know you used to come to ESPN and whatnot, and yep. uh, so I've been knowing you for a long period of time. And you've always carried yourself with maturity, with grace, dignity, and but you still have fun. You still know how to have fun. Mm-hmm. You've been married for what thirteen years now. Thirteen years. Thirteen years, and and love your wife like it's the first day you met her. Like you guys fell in love, and it's like it's it's like you fall in love every day you wake up. I love that. That's good decision making. And you can still have fun and not be corny by doing things like that. But you surround yourself with good people that are going to look out for you as well. Absolutely. And it's very important. You're not always going to have loyal people around you, but you definitely got to have people around you that you can trust. And if you don't have people around you that you can trust, especially when you find yourself in a position that Odell Beckham Jr. finds himself in as a celebrity, as a superstar, you have got to cut those people off. You cannot allow other people to bring you down because he may not have been doing anything wrong. We don't know what's what was in his hand. We don't know what those lines, but she obviously set him up because she obviously filmed it. You could tell he didn't know he was being filmed. It's perception, man. Yeah. And then he's sleeping and she's, yeah, she wants to be seen. She wants to make a name for herself. So why allow other people to make a name off of you when you're not getting anything from them in return except, well, maybe, you know, some things that, you know, I'm not going to mention on the radio. But it better be that damn good. Well, it ain't worth it. It ain't still ain't worth it. All right. Uh, We'll continue to fill out your brackets for you on Selection Sunday right here on Fox Sports Radio. Stick around. Mike Hill, Ephraim Salon, back with you. Fox Sports Radio. Uh, you got to get the Hooters and try the new smoke wings. It's a whole new way to crave wings. And with all the taste and half the calories, you can eat twice as many Hooters. Selection Sunday, the uh, 68 teams are in. We'll talk more about that at the uh, top of the hour. Once again, the um, top seeds, Virginia, Villanova, Xavier, and Kansas. Last four in, Syracuse, UCLA, Arizona State, St. Bonnie. Last four outs, St. Mary's, Baylor, Notre Dame, USC. Once again, surprise, USC uh, did not get in over UCLA, but that's just how it is. Pac-12, down season. Uh, USC alum. <laughs> See the segue I did there? It's pretty good. Uh, O.J. Simpson. <laughs> the juice? The juice. Um. Yeah, you're going to watch the little Lost Confessionals. I can't do it, man. This, 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 I, this, this, I can't do it. Just, just the, I, know, I know it was taped a long time ago. I know it was before he went to prison uh, you know, for this uh, in Vegas. Um, O.J. Simpson's got to be the dumbest former athlete in the face of the earth. <laughs> O.J. did it. We know it. 
We know it. OJ. He, he just dumb. I mean, it's just dumb. Like, it, can you? <laughs> I kind of just think he doesn't care. No, well, he, he I think, man, I think when he had his freedom taken away, maybe he like, okay, now he cares. Because now OJ's doing what OJ should have done back in 1995. After 95, he should have just gone away. You he don't hear about OJ anymore. Man. Just go sit, man. Go play golf on like a, a golf course nobody's ever heard of somewhere. Man, just enjoy your little pension money and just and happy with your freedom because you should be locked up for life. People get addicted to the camera, Mike. See, and, and that, that's your downfall. Seriously, this man is – I'm, I'm curious because everybody's going to be talking about it. So even if I don't watch it, it's going to be in my face. And I'm going to hear all the snippets. And the man is giving a play-by-play of what happened on that night. Come on, bruh. Come on, bruh. You know, you're not even – did he think about his kids that he had when the Cole Brown Simpson when he did that? Yeah, they don't want to see that. No, that's what I'm saying. Did he Did he even think about that, though? I mean, once again, I know that's, what, what 13 years ago when he, when he did it a long time ago? Yeah. But did he think about that? And even if you don't care about Nicole Brown Simpson's or Ron Goldman's family or whatever, still, do you? come on, man. That's, they're still victims. It's, they lost somebody. So, OJ, bruh, I, I ain't even call you bruh. Just, just go away, man. Just, I, boss is going to make a lot of money off of it. You must People be gonna crazy. Watch. Yeah, you anyway. must be crazy. More from Selection Sunday coming up right here. Mike Hill, Ephraim Slom, hanging out with you. Stick around. Ephraim's making his reservations. Going to Wichita. Man, it's so hard to get out there. Yeah, it's hard to Wichita, Kansas. It ain't like it's a booming airport. Hey, if anybody's flying out there uh, and they have a private plane, hit me up. Instant message me uh, on Twitter. On Twitter, at Ephraim Salam. You're a big dude, though, Ephraim. Like. That's extra fuel, bro. You know, nah. consider that you six eight. I'll pay my portion to what are you about two sixty now, two seventy, two seventy five somewhere. Yeah, there. I mean you look good though. Thank you, I appreciate that. Six eight, you know, really, you know, Ephraim's my man. Look better than me, man. No, no, no. You, your body by Venus. You got your body by Venus going <laughs> on, man. You got your little uh. Your thin sweat zone with your thin sweat jacket is looking there, good, man. Hey, man, uh, you know I told you I'm uh, I'm getting into acting, right? So, um, so camera uh, ready, trying to get camera ready. So when you get into acting, um, you know, you're, I got a commercial agent now, one of the most uh, uh, respected commercial agents here in LA, by the way. Shout out to Daniel Hoff. Um, so I'm getting into that and. Um, so they're, they're starting to send me out on these commercial shoots. But I had to sign up for all these different uh, online uh, websites. They got these things that you put your profile on there, you put your headshots, you kind of tell them, you know, describe who you are, what kind of roles you can play and all that stuff. Now, it ha- it says nothing on my profile about what kind of hair I have, right? It doesn't. Okay. It doesn't. You know, I you know, got a short haircut, I'll say that. So why did I... Get a get. Why did I get a a notice? Because I get these notices when there's a match, right? They feel like okay, you can play this role. Why did I get a notice that says you are a match for a man with receding hairline? <laughs> <laughs> they know it's an infomercial. It'd be a shot in Los Angeles. Did you go? Did, uh, did you go? 
no, man, I'm not going. Treatment for go. ball men. You better get on it's out there. It's $150 for the rate, day travel, reimbursement, $4,000 worth of products and services. But it's non-union. I'm in SAG. Oh, okay. I'm Come SAG. On. I can't do that. Yeah, I can't do that. Infomercial there. Uh, yeah, it's, but it says role description, handsome, blonde, and brunette men. Oh, see, I'm, I'm not blonde. I'm not brunette. So, uh, they're not, yeah, they're not looking for me. Uh, no salt and pepper here. Uh, yeah, so anyway, just want to pass that along. Mike Hill, even so long with you. Um, I got, my hair is, uh, being left out. Uh, obviously I don't have as much. I'm scarce and saw some of these NCAA teams that might feel left out. There's always going to be a couple of teams that feel, uh, like they've been snubbed, like, uh, Notre Dame, USC, more than likely, uh, St. Mary's, maybe even Baylor. Other teams have gotten in, like Syracuse, UCLA, Arizona State, St. Bonaventure. Those teams got in. Number one seeds overall, Villanova. Uh, Virginia's number one overall seed. Villanova's the number one seed. Uh, Kansas and Xavier. So the Big East got two number one seeds. Good year for the Big East. They Good got year. six teams uh, into the Big East tournament this year. So overall, Ephraim Salam, you uh, you know you looked at your bracket. You see it. Uh, you, Think that the NCAA tournament committee you know, did a pretty good job with the selections. They did a good job. I I still think uh, SC uh, deserved to be in. Um, I mean they put Arizona State in. So, and USC did finish with a much better record than Arizona they State. Did. But Arizona State did have those big wins out of conference early in the season. True. They look at the overall body of work where USC. Didn't have those big wins out of conference, and they have a formula that they use. Uh, that's where all of the, you know, the complaining and the disagreement comes from. From whatever the formula they're using, every no one's gonna every, in any year, any bracket, any selection, everyone's not gonna be happy. So you can make a case for every team, the first four out, as well as the first four in, or the last four in. So. You 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 need a degree from Harvard, Yale, and MIT to understand the formula. These quad one, quad all that stuff to 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 completely break it down. Uh, and, and and yes, I'm pretty sure they use it. If it was that simple, and we knew the exact formula, why would we need a committee? You understand what I'm saying? Right. If it if it's that simple, you just plug it in. Okay, you get points based on this, this, and this. You get points based on your win-loss record. You get points based on that. If it was that simple, you won't need a committee. At the end of the day, there are committee members in that room that are arguing their points to determine why UCLA got in over USC. Yeah. If it's, if it's that, that 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 close, you know what I mean. So there's still arguments. So we we got all these. The different formulas they want to throw out there and say, well, no, man, it still comes down to human judgment. And sometimes when it comes to human judgment, they get it wrong. But that's what you're stuck with. That's what you got to deal with. And this is what Marsh Madness is all about. And I'm looking and trying to find out. What, one thing we love about Marsh Madness is the reason they call it Marsh Madness is because all of a sudden you get those Cinderella teams that come out of nowhere and make a noise and they make a big noise, and they get into the Sweet 16, and all of a sudden you see them get into the Elite Eight. Watch out for 11 seed San Diego State. I'm telling you, man, they playing good basketball What's right the, now. Do you know the the, 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 the furthest, uh, the farthest that uh, San Diego State has ever gotten to the NCAA? Yeah, Sweet 16 twice. Sweet. That was it? Yeah. Okay. So. Yep. 
Sweet 16. He's like, that's watch out for him. We got two NBA guys on our team, so. Oh. Okay. You had Kawhi Leonard a couple years ago, right? Yeah. Then he went to the Sweet 16. So you'll be happy with Sweet 16 again this year, huh? No. I'm just saying. But getting to the Sweet 16 means we have an opportunity. Let's see the role for San Diego State to get to the Sweet 16. It would have to be Houston. They play Houston. uh, West. They're in the West. Okay, San Diego State. Oh, hmm. Houston, Houston. Oh man, Houston got to their uh, championship game in the conference. And they then Michi- lost to Cincinnati. And then they played the winner of Michigan, uh, Montana. No, they're not getting to the Sweet Sixteen. It's not, that's not going to happen. They're 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 not going to beat Michigan, or they're not going to beat both Houston and Michigan. What they can Why? hope for Why not? is that Michigan somehow, some way. Now there has been fourteen three upsets, and a lot of times when you don't remember know Florida a team Gulf very Coast? well. I remember, hey, 15 2. I'm, I'm a Georgetown fan. I definitely remember the Florida Golf Coast. But guess remember, what? And that's why Andy Enfield is the USC coach right now. What you might not know is they beat Georgetown, we celebrated, and then they came and beat us. <laughs> so, yeah, I remember that. So let's not, let's not take anything away from these teams now. No, I mean, I mean, yeah, that's a, lot of, a lot of these teams, you become a Cinderella because you have staying power, not one and done. Well, a lot of times they become Cinderellas because the other programs don't know much about them. Right. You know, they, they're not on national television all the time. Uh, they could have uh, players that have NBA potential or at least professional uh, potential, uh, but they just they don't get the notoriety. But they finally get that shine and they step up. You know, sometimes these guys, because of academic reasons, because of poor recruitment, because, you know, anything can happen where they, you know, some some of these players just slip through the cracks. And all it takes is, you know, once again, that one guy to get hot at the right time or a team to get hot at the right time. And all of a sudden you're looking up and they're NCAA champions. You know, it ain't always going to be the blue blue bloods. We coming, baby. You think I'm so? excited. Yeah, I am. I'm excited. I like where we're playing right now. We're healthy, and uh, we're playing. We're playing well. Okay, we'll see. We're riding an eight-game, nine-game win streak right now. So you're jumping on that bandwagon. Well, you've been I'm on not the on the bandwagon. I'm, I'm driving the bus, player. Okay. Oh, uh, so you driving the bus for Tiger Woods too? Yep. Tiger Woods finished second at Valspar today. Uh, one shot back. Um, had a chance for a birdie putt from about 38 feet out. To force a playoff, didn't get it done. He had a birdie on 17 to pull to within one stroke of the lead. Uh, got the 18. Uh, his approach landed on the green, but once again, 38 feet away from the cup, and he came up a little bit short and to the right uh, to force that playoff. But once again, Tiger Woods still looking for his first victory on the PGA Tour in four and a half years, and his 80th overall comes up a bit short. But now, because of that, that run, everybody and their mama, happy. Now, once again, I am happy that Tiger Woods played well. Did I watch the final round of a PGA event for the first time in a long time today because of Tiger Woods? Yes. Am I excited if Tiger Woods continues to play at a really high competitive level, consistently, yes, I will then get excited. But I am not going to proclaim, <laughs> like everybody in their mama will, like Ephraim Salam is, what? like I saw Skip Bayless do, that Tiger Woods is back. Doesn't mean you're back. I will go back and I will say 
just because all of a sudden Ja Rule puts out one single. Oh, wow. And I, I'm not, you know, Ja Rule, Ja Rule comes out and all of a sudden he got one single that might gotten the number five on the on the on the hip hop charts. And he was part of a, a mixtape. And all of a sudden, oh Ja Rule's back. Got that fire, son. Oh, he back. No, no, ho, oh, slow down, bro. Slow slow down. Yeah. You gotta put some respect on his name. No, I'm putting no, I'm ja Rule. The, the, hold on. The fact the Ja fact, Rule ran he ran Hold on. The fact yeah. the fact hold on. The fact that I'm saying Ja I'm I'm putting Ja Rule and Tiger Woods in the same sentence is putting respect on Ja Rule's name. But when's the last time you, you you heard anything from Ja Rule? Huh? That's what I'm saying. The fact that I'm even saying Ja Rule, Ja Rule had a run. Ja Rule had a really nice run for a long time. You and maybe like, I should be I maybe I should be saying like Rakim, because Rakim's a legend. Tiger's always gonna be a legend, right? But Rakim hadn't had that hit song in a long time. You know, it ain't like Rakim stopped rapping, because Rakim was in Utah. About a month ago when I was in Utah rapping at some club. You know what I mean? So it ain't like so maybe I should say Rakim instead of Ja Rule. So but so if Rakim comes out and he puts out one hit single, fire. some fire, fire. Oh, he back. He he ain't but never no, left, man. I, no, I told you no, that. Already. Yeah, the, Tiger He's ain't never, never left. left. Tiger so so if ja, so once again, if Rakim comes out with one single, you cannot say that he's on top. He's mm. on top of the the rap. He he, all of a sudden, he's better than Drake. He's better than Kendrick. He's better than all those other guys that are out there. It's he's back like you. that. Without a dope Give me a whole album. Too. And Ooh. I love Rakim. Yeah, baby. I look. Legend. Legend. And guess what about Rakim? Guess what? Pump up the volume. Guess what you never heard from Rakim? Guess what you never heard? All those great. You ever heard him curse? Nah, he didn't have to. You ever heard him curse? Think about that. He raw though, man. Oh my god. I mean, god. It just it's MC that just killed it. Killed it. I'm not and I'm not dissing rappers that curse. <laughs> Cause I got a potty mouth too. Don't get me wrong. I understand that. Sometimes you gotta emphasize that 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 certain word. You know, you gotta throw it out there. You know, emphasize that word. Just like, uh, you know, too short. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Sometimes you gotta say it with emphasis. I understand that. I get that. Sometimes you got a Samuel L. Jackson, that bad boy. You know what I mean? <laughs> I, I get it. Uh, uh, I'm just saying, uh, Rakim uh, is a legend without ever cursing. Did it. Top 10 MC of all time. Maybe top five in a lot of people's eyes. Could be the number one MC in a lot of people's eyes. You are lying. You are not lying. So back to Tiger Woods once again. Tiger Woo. Make one. Can't say he's back. Tiger Woods. Burt Reynolds come back. Star in one movie. <laughs> on a TV show for one 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 week. Oh, Burt Reynolds back. Burt Reynolds on top, baby. Yeah, boy, he about to put out these hit movies. Burt Reynolds. No, no, slow down. Can I get some consistency? I know they, they, they had a nice run. Great. They ain't never really left. Yeah. Still there. some respect. On his name. On whose name? Burt Reynolds or Tiger Woods' name? Both. <laughs> so Smokey and the Bandit, baby. I love it. Once again, classic. We'll be legends. Smokey we'll and the We'll always love him. I'm just saying, but come on, man. Come on, son. Come on. If Tiger Woods 
Does well to the Masters. And and when 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 is, is he gonna play? Okay, we gotta take a break. Get back. Uh, what was I? It was something I want. Oh, guess who is in town? And Ephraim's excited about it. We'll tell you about. I'll tell, tell you about that. It just rewind. That was me rewinding the tape. Guess who's in town? And guess Ephraim's excited back. about it. We'll tell back you about again. that. Coming up next, right here on Fox Sports Radio. Remember uh, back in the day when they uh, they did the uh, the brackets would come out and uh, <laughs> Barack Obama would fill out the president would fill out the the brackets. Yeah, you think uh, Donald Trump filling out a bracket right now? <laughs> he would have himself as the champion, you know. Seriously, let me not go there. Let me not go there. I want to, but I'm not. Bobo, you know I want to go there. Be nice. Um, man. Just think, what would Jesus do? (laughs) (laughs) Ooh, I even had something to say about that. (laughs) Come on, man. I even had something. Ooh, ooh. If only I could say what I really, really. I can say it. There would just be consequences for it. Have a dumb button. You can say it. No, can no, it no, because somebody might hear it. And, you know, like, man, things, you, you can dump buttons and things that you think that people don't hear about because you did it in the privacy of your own home. People hear about it, and then it gets out. You know what I mean? Not that I don't trust y'all, but, you know, it could be like a another uh recording device that could be in here somewhere and it gets out that I said that. You know what I mean? So you can dump it so that the world wouldn't hear it, but somebody else could somebody be. Upstairs hear somebody it. upstairs could hear yeah. it. Gotcha. And then all of a sudden it leaks out. And then all of a sudden I'm telling my kids why they got to drop out of college. So you yeah, about I mean? March Madness. Yeah, how about that? Yeah, hey, how about March Madness? Um, filling out our brackets here. Um, And I really don't want to, but our producer, Lita Lap, came in here with his long, flowing hair, speaking of Jesus, and um, said, hey, got to fill it out before the end of the segment. You know, Lee, ha- uh, Lee has Purdue winning it all in his bracket. Purdue over who? I got Purdue against the tough defense in Cincinnati. Oh. Uh, it's, it was the first kind of just look over, fill it out real quick. Who you got in your Do- final four? I actually have no number ones, which just shows you I should crumple it up now. But I got uh, Cincinnati versus Michigan and Purdue versus Michigan State. Cincinnati and Purdue. Oh, I like, I like, I like. If Michigan State plays up to its potential, definitely. And I, I told you, Michigan is my that team. Now, that it ain't really a sleeper team because it's in the Big Ten, of course. And Michigan's had a good season, but Michigan could be that team that, outside of what is Michigan, the number three seed? Number what? What are they? What we'll seed are they? They're both three, Michigan and Michigan State. Yeah, Michigan's a three seed. So I, I you know, outside of the top, you know, eight seeds, the top one, you know, the number one and number two seeds, I think Michigan would be that team that really makes that run. Michigan State, of course, but yeah, you never know, man. You know, Miles Bridges, they're gonna go as far as Miles Bridges takes them. And Jaron Jackson is that baller, man. Jaron Jackson can ball. The guards got to come to play. And you know Coach Izzo is going to at least get them into the Sweet 16, but uh, Michigan, bro, I like, I like that uh, Mo Wagner. 
That dude, that dude from Germany, put it on him. He's from still filling out his bracket right there. I'm trying to. I'm, I'm, I'm in it right now, man. That's I got okay. the, I'm, 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 got I'm, it down I'm, to a I'm, science. I'm, 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 I'm gonna get you. I'm gonna get you. Uh, we're gonna talk about that at the, uh, the bottom of the hour again after our uh, update. But I, I want to stoke your curiosity because guess who's in town? Guess who's back? Well, he's been here for a couple back of days. Back for now. good. You think so? Yeah, man. So now LeBron James is here in LA. LeBron James. LeBron James is here in LA, and um, people here are already losing their mind because they, you know, Laker fans, really feel like LeBron James is going to sign with their team uh, this offseason. Now, if you listen to reports, which LeBron has already disputed, he's narrowed his list of potential teams that he could go to in free agency down the four. LeBron says he's not even thinking about that, but. Where there's smoke, there's fire, and maybe somebody that's close to LeBron let it out of the bag. So apparently those four teams stay in Cleveland, go to Philadelphia, Houston Rockets to join his boy Chris Paul. And it'll be interesting to see if Chris Paul even stays in Houston. After the season that they're having, I'm pretty sure he will now. Uh, And the L.A. Lakers. Lakers, of course, got some really good, young, talented players that seem to like each other, but are they ready to take that next step? And is LeBron that final piece of the puzzle to take them over the hump without bringing in another superstar player? And if so, who is that superstar player? Is it Paul George? And word is, Paul George actually wants to stay in Oklahoma City and play and continue to play there and build what they got there. That's what word is. But, of course... But thinking about that, if LeBron came... And the way the young Lakers are playing now is Le- is Paul George the piece that you want? I'm just saying. So who's the other? So if you so is LeBron enough? If you bring just with with what they have with Brandon Ingram, Lonzo Ball, LeBron. I mean, I guess you put keep Julius Randle in there. I mean, but Julius Randle. Yeah, I mean, but that's what I'm saying. He's he's a young player too. But they got a good group right now. Yeah, is is so is LeBron? And remember that'll be his 16th year in the league. Now he's look. The man is a mutant. He, he is not human. What he's doing this season in his 15th year is amazing. What he's been doing his entire career has been amazing. He, he could go down if it wasn't for lost championship. I think LeBron, let me put it to you like this. LeBron won't be considered the greatest basketball player of all time, but LeBron is the greatest talent, the greatest specimen that the game of basketball has ever seen. I will give him the greatest when, when it comes to that. You know, because I think there's other things that make up being the greatest player of all time. And I think a lot of it has to do, and, and LeBron's got heart, don't get me wrong, but there's a, a mindset that comes along. You know, I've talked about that numerous times on the show. But is that enough? You go down to Houston, you go down there and stack that team. <laughs> I mean, you if he goes to Houston, come on, dude, with Chris Paul and James Harden, you know, it's over. It, 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 seriously, that that's the final piece. But does LeBron want to do that? It's almost like okay, stacking. You, you just not now. You just and and it kind of diminishes to me in a sense. Even though it's a chip, it's still a championship. It kind of diminishes you a little bit. Because, I, I believe at this point in his career, if he does leave Cleveland, mm-hmm. he'll go to a place like Los Angeles, like New York. Great organizations with a history. He ain't going to New York. I wish, but he ain't going. And bringing them back to prominence. Then go to Philly. 
go to Philly. If you feel I, – I, I look at – Him the, and Ben Simmons I look are the at same the nucleus. Player. No, but I look at – well, that's true. They're the same player. I understand that. I look at the nucleus. They can't play on the court together. Well, I, I mean, they could, but I, it just – I think I think I think LeBron could play. He could adapt to anything. Yeah, but at this point, they adapt to him. He doesn't adapt to them. I, I think LeBron, if he trusts his teammates, he'll adapt. That, that's probably been one of the things that people have had a knock on LeBron is that he kind of he's a great, such a great teammate that he's too good of a teammate that he adapts instead of taking over games, which he could do any single night he's on the basketball court. I. I I mean, I just saw him I, against I see the, the Lakers with a young nucleus of guys who can play. I mean, these kids can play. They can flat-out play. Say what you want about them. They can flat-out play. You add someone like LeBron James, and then you bring in a, a shooter, a knockdown shooter, similar to, you know, Ray Allen. Maybe in two years they get Klay Thompson, you know, someone who can really spread the floor. LeBron James is great when he has shooters. That's true. That's I mean, but you, yeah, you need that. He's like, great when he has shooters. And the Cavaliers, when they this year, because I, I I just did their game uh, against the Clippers the other night. Cavaliers, when they shoot forty percent from three, I think they've lost three times all season long. So that's that's his that's his strong suit. Like you have a shooter. So if you add those, if you add LeBron to the pieces the Lakers have <laughs> now, and then you bring in a knockdown shooter, you got action, baby. You got action. Because those boys is playing I hard. Still take the six. I love Julius Randle. Uh, Bull in a china shop, boy. He he get the ball. He gonna he gonna put you under the rim. Yeah, he ain't Montrez Harrell though. No, Montrez is nice. Montrez is balling for the Clippers. Get that man his respect. Yeah, right. respect, baby. The Clippers, baby. Nah. Yeah, boy, Slow looking down. good. Tell you, I'm trying to tell you they're gonna make some noise. I'm trying to let you. Sounds like every Clipper fan of history. I'm not even a Clipper fan. I just kind of work for the team a little bit doing their pre and post game show. But I'm saying it's like I see something special about this team. I didn't say this last year when they had Chris Paul and Blake Griffin. I didn't say this. But this year, I like this team. T-E-A-M. What makes it different this year? Jerry West. Oh, yeah. Jerry, exactly. <laughs> Jerry exactly. And, and Doc is coaching. Doc is going to be the coach of the year. Doc should be the coach of the year. Uh, do you agree, David Gascon? He's done a good job. It's tough for me to get away from Mike D'Antoni. Mike, oh, well, they 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 were supposed to. They got superstars I on there. They supposed I, to. I know. I mean, I, yeah. I mean, Mike Antoni. No D is in. He's never had a D in his name. There's no D in Mike D'Antoni. None. Mike Antoni. Go ahead. NFL News, the L.A. Chargers are signing uh, quarterback Casey Hayward to an extension. He's going to get $36 million. 20 of it is going to be fully guaranteed. Dominic Rogers cromartie has been released by the New York Giants. He was owed $6.5 million this year. And straight from the sporting news, they have a report coming out that Fox Sports is actually looking at Dallas Cowboys tight end Jason Witten to become their next football analyst and to be for Thursday Night Football. So stay tuned on that. Meanwhile, in the NBA, Golden State Warriors got dropped today at Minnesota, 109 to 103. Utah won at New Orleans, 116 to 99. And in college basketball, the brackets are now set. Your top seed is out east in Villanova. The one seed, Virginia, is down south. Out west is Xavier, and the top seed in the Midwest region is Kansas, as they'll get the Ivy League winner in Penn. Gentlemen, man, uh, sticking to basketball real quick. Uh, Spurs in a free fall, bro. They they can't yeah. wait to get Kawhi back. The Spurs and the Spurs 
I'm, 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 yeah, I'm positive about this. They got the longest consecutive playoff streak going in the NBA. It, 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 yeah, it's got to be. Yeah, the Spurs. I mean, since Tim Duncan was a rookie. Um, so he's retired now. So um, they are a game away from being completely out of the playoffs right now. I mean, it's still a lot of basketball left. Well, only 16 games left actually for them. And it's tight in the Western Conference where spots 10 through 3 are separated by three and a half games. Crazy, right? Three and a half games. The Portland Trailblazers playing some of his best bat- – they're, they're the hottest team in basketball right now. They've won nine in a row. Toronto's won eight in a row. They're on fire right now. They're at the three seed right now, 11 and a half games out. They're not, you know, nobody's going to catch one and two. Houston Rockets, Warriors fighting for one and two right there. But Pelicans have been hot for a second. Now they've lost two in a row. And the Pelicans, T-Wolves, Thunder, Spurs, and Clippers – T-Wolves, Thunder, Spurs, and Clippers all have 29 losses. It's that close in the West, in the Western Conference. Yeah, they're battling it out coming down the stretch. It's good. It's good basketball, though. It is. I like it this way. I like it that way as well. I mean, then you look at all these teams. Pelicans got injury issues with DeMarcus, of course. Got to keep Anthony Davis. Anthony Davis has been on fire. Uh, Pelicans, but the Pelicans won today, right? Yeah. Uh, they, no, they, they lost. They lost. Pelicans lost to uh, Utah. Utah, that's right. Okay. Uh, Utah, and Utah is hot. Utah's right hot. Six Utah's won six in a row. Yep. And this is after they had won, I believe, nine in a row at one point. So they're playing great basketball at the right time. So they're seven games over 500. And basically, their percentage points out of the A spot where the Clippers are barely hanging on right now. Clippers about, to, I got to go to Chicago tomorrow, as a matter of fact, because they're starting a three game road trip uh, in Chicago. You fly with the team? Yep, fly with the team. How's that playing? Oh, nice. It's a charter. It's nice. They feed you well. Yeah. Is it a regular plane or a customized plane? It's a, it's a customized plane. It's a big plane. It's big. You know. Do you have a good seat? I, yeah, I sit in the back of the plane. But it's, you know, it's crazy. What the, it's a big plane. It's a customized plane. It's uh, a Delta charter. Uh, but seats even at the back are first class seats. So it's like a first-class seat, all the leg room. They give you big pillows. They give you a full blanket. <laughs> is this the plane they use? La- uh, did Bomber buy a new plane, or is it the, sa- the, the same plane I, they've I, been using? I, well, I've only been there the last couple of years. I don't know what they did before that. But, uh, yeah, I mean, and the players, of course, they they it's, it's like five-star. I'm staying in, like, the Marriott, where I am. I'm in the Marriott and the Hilton. They stay in um, up. In the, the beginning of the first class seats up at the, the front of the plane. You stay at the team hotel? Yeah, I stay with the team hotel. So I stay about with Four Seasons and stuff like four that? Four Seasons, yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Trump Towers? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. I, you know what's crazy is there there, there have been teams in, in the NBA I've heard that used to stay at the Trump the, Towers. They they did. And A they, lot of them yeah, did. And, 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 none of them yep. do anymore. Nope. Nope. They just won't do it. So, you know, uh, it just ain't, it's not happening. So you would never see, yeah, I would see an NBA team go to the Trump Tower. Maybe when they, when they, when the Clippers had their old owner, right. you may have forced them to stay at Trump Tower because you got a discount. <laughs> and they had Donald Sterling. Man. Uh, yeah. So anyway, so it's going to be tight in the, uh, in the West Conference, man. So Ephraim, you're, you're, you're kind of quiet today. 
Am I I'm, talking too much? No, no. I'm really excited. I'm trying to map out these plans to get to Wichita. Yeah, you haven't done that yet? Yeah, I have, but I got several options. But then I gotta go home and talk to you know Oh, you gotta get the you gotta get the, the, the okay from white. Oh, I just had to have a conversation. It's no, not, you need we to... don't have a relationship where it's like a I have to ask permission. You but... spend money? What you looking at me like that for? <laughs> you, you spending money? Don't look at me like that. We don't have that type of Hold relationship. Hold on, let me call your wife right now. What's your wife number? Hold on a second. She get, at get, home with my mom. Get, Speaking of my mom, she uh get your wants wife me to tell you hello. She calls you her second son. And, and my mom, who's listening, wants me to tell you hello, and she loves We got to get our mamas you. together, man. Yeah, let's do that for Mama's Day one day. One, we'll one get day. the mamas together. When, when is Mama's Day? In, in May? May? Mama's, you know, Mother's Day is in May. We we definitely got to do that. We should take a little family Where's your vacation. mom? What? Where is she? I thought you said how old. No, man. Come oh, on. where is she? She's in Atlanta. She's in Georgia. My mom's in Atlanta. She lives in Atlanta. Are you serious? I swear to God. Oh my God! They they've got to get together. I'm telling you, they have got to get. I did not know that. Yes, man. Oh, awesome! She's listening right now. Shout out to Linda Eaton. A shout out to uh, Doctor Salam. So why you got up? I'm. T- I didn't. Up, I didn't like do nothing, man. I, I, I call my mom Doctor Salam. You, 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 you call your mama Mama. I call you, her you Doctor. Do, I come you, and say Doctor. Excuse me, Doctor. You call her. Okay, I understand. Excuse Put me, some doctor. respect on. Got her PhD from UCLA. Hello, Doctor. That's okay. My mama. My mom. Worked, I'm not saying mom, I'm not knocking mom your mom. Had a, I'm not a clearance work for the government. Yeah, she was a spy. <laughs> oh snap! <laughs> she worked. No, she worked in Social Security. Wait, yeah, so she could take away your Social Security check. Really, I'm serious. Okay. Don't mess with my mama. I'm not messing with mama. Don't mess with my mama. I'm yeah. not messing with. Mama. Oh, we got to get them together though. Yeah, we should. We should. We should get them together. Let's do that for sure. <laughs> it is something wrong here. Uh, have you finished? I got my brackets up? done. Okay. Who you got in your final four? I have Arizona, Butler, uh, Michigan State, and San Diego State. <laughs> Disqualified. Why? Disqualified. Come on. Dis- first of all, I'll never not have my school. If you – all right. I, it's not going to happen. So It's on, not going to happen. When you – all right. So it's not happening. There, there should be a bracket. And this, this is one of the reasons why. All right, you always fill out a bracket, multiple brackets. You fill out a bracket based on your heart. Right, I get that. Then you fill out a bracket based on your pockets. If I were to give you $100 and say, Ephraim, this is $100, right? $100. This is all the money you got. All the, but, you know, I'm going to give you world? $100 in the world. Oh, wow. $100. Okay. If you end up winning this tournament by picking it right, you can end up a millionaire. Okay. Or you can lose this one hundred dollars. Okay. Would you have San Diego State going to the Final Four? Yes. See. See. Yes, I would. Yeah, you're a liar. You're a big liar. I'm not lying. You're lying. You would not have San Diego State going to the Final Four if your money. You're betting. You're going with your heart. You're picking with your heart, which is Look, cool. All they we're have part to of do. Media. All they it. have to do is beat Michigan if Michigan wins, North Carolina and Gonzaga. Okay. That's it. Good luck with that. They've already beaten Gonzaga Good once. Good luck with that. Hey, you know what? I already lost a bet. I ain't going to say. I, you know, shout out to the people in Philadelphia. I haven't been on the radio in a long time, but I, I bet somebody in Philadelphia, uh, the Eagles, wouldn't make it to the Super Bowl this year. Did you pay up? And I haven't paid up. Oh, I said see, that what I was see. going to do was – I forgot what I said see. I was going to do. It was something about a diaper and run down the street and sing uh, – put on an Eagles jersey – and wear a diaper and sing a song or something like that. And I haven't done that. Yeah, the theme to Rocky. Doing, uh, Laker and um, 
Clippers bet? Yeah, still we still going? got that going. Okay. What, what was that Clippers? Oh, what was that bet? I can't even remember what that was. Well, if you don't remember, then you don't remember. Sorry. What was, what was hey, the bet? Hey, man, hey, hey. It's not my responsibility to remind you to bet. It's I, not my responsibility. Bobo, you ain't got nothing to do with this. Bobo, what'd you, what was the you bet? ain't got nothing to Bobo, you have nothing to do with this. Bobo. I said, hey, stay out my pockets, Bobo. Bobo, we can't go to break until you tell me. Get what, your what, hand out my pockets. We'll just be sitting here. I didn't get involved in this. <laughs> I knew it was, I knew it was uh, about a steak dinner that you hey, already hey, owed Hey, 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 player, remember your bets. I Oh. Well, oh, the Clippers will make the playoffs. I know that. But it was how. It was the, the – Hey, mind. hey, 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 hey. Bo, okay. Sorry, we don't bro. need that Sorry, from bro. you. Wow. So he must be about to lose the bet. That's why he don't want to remind me. I didn't me say nothing about that. About. Okay. All right. Coming up next, we'll see if Mike Hill remembers the bet. That's coming up next on Fox Sports Radio. Shout out to my co-host, Ephraim Salam. Great guy. San Diego State in the uh, NCAA tournament once again. He's got him going to the Final Four. Shout out to him as a husband, father. Shout out to him as a, an executive producer on the movie. Make sure you go check out. Oh. Okay. Who is who this? This is NF. Who? His name is NF. NF, okay. Album is completely clean. He has three albums, and all of them are just fire. All right. All right. Okay. And he's Caucasian American. What's NF stand for? His name. It's like Nathan something. I can't think of how you pronounce his last name. Oh, is that the guy that was on uh, Sway in the Morning? Not sure. He came out, and he he was dissing like all the current rappers or whatever? No. Okay. No, 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 no. Okay. All right. All right. Cool. I like that. All right. Uh, shout out once again to Ephraim once again, man. Mm. Um, executive producer. My man is multi-talented, uh, can host behind the scenes, making things happen. He's got a movie coming out, Traffic. It's going to be in theaters in April. Dope. It is dope. And it's something that uh, especially a lot of women in this country should uh, pay attention to because uh, we got a, a huge human trafficking issue here in the United States that I didn't know about until I actually went and saw a screening of the movie. So shout out to him and uh, everything he's doing over there. What's, what's, what's the name of the uh, Hidden Empire Film Group? Hidden Empire Film Group. Uh, Independent label. Meet the Blacks and so doing big things. Paula Patton's in the movie. Omar Epps, Laz Alonzo. So, Rosalind we, Sanchez. Rosalind Sanchez. I couldn't. I couldn't get like a walkthrough, like a cameo or something. No, we're good. Thank you. I just needed like one last SAG voucher, and I would have been straight. That's it. No, we, we, we're good. I was maybe I was on, maybe on the next one. Okay, I'm gonna hold you to that. But you I, said maybe. I can. Yes. Hook, I you can, can hold me to the maybe. <laughs> <laughs> hey, um, Bobo, I'll hook you up, man. Tell me what that bet was about, man. I'll hook you up. I got something. I got a, I got a film. That don't fall for that. I don't know. Right now, he's looking more promising than your maybe. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. Don't you let sure him come between us. Uh, yeah, what's the bet, man? Come on, tell me. What's no, the bet. whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> if you do that, the bet is null and void. That's what I'm saying. You can't do that now. How's it Nolan Boy? We said it on the air last week. I could just go back then and get you, the air check. Then get the air check then. All right. Put some effort into yeah. it. Yeah. Find out that the air check was that the bet was that the Lakers would make it to the finals and the Clippers won't. Find that. I mean to the playoffs and the Clippers <laughs> won't. Wow. Look at that. <laughs> I just said he can find some stuff on it. Wow. Oh, wow. man, that's already done. That's already <laughs> <laughs> Man, you might as well pay up. We go on to dinner when I get back from the road trip. There you go. Guess that's what all- that maybe turned into. That's Bobo. already done. <laughs>
Thank you, Bobo. You know, hey, Bobo, Bobo you're going to be real mad Bobo, he everybody won. in this building is in one of these films coming except up. Me. And, except me. <laughs> except Bobo, me. Bobo, I got you. going to be real mad. Bobo, I'm starting my acting career. I guarantee you in two years I'm going to be a major actor here in the uh, – in, in Hollywood. Yeah, acting a fool. Yeah, I'm I'm serious. I'm I'm serious. In about two years. Marquee. Marquee name. True story? Marquee. I did my little thing of acting back in the day. Man, I hear actors don't like when you say that little thing of acting. Well, Some, because I never did nothing major. I oh, never did nothing I'm, like I'm, I'm, I'm too big or I think the biggest thing I did I was on an episode of The Shield where I got arrested and got thrown on a cop car and on an entertainment center. That was pretty painful. Of course, man. You know, black man getting thrown out of court cop car in L.A. That's <laughs> that's reality. And the guy who actually did it was an actual LAPD officer. He just act, he act in his part acted in his part time. Right, 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 right. All right, I got my brackets filled out, and not that it matters. I told you I don't like doing this thing, but this is strictly not my heart based on who I feel like will win. My final four teams: Arizona, North Carolina, Purdue. Michigan State. Yeah, I don't have San Diego State there. I'm sorry. Then I know you're looking. You got the wrong brackets, baby. Um, you fail. Of course, a lot of people will fail. That's just how it goes. Uh, but it will be exciting. It's exciting to see Tiger Woods back uh, in a tournament competing well. <laughs> so I'm not going to stop it back. Competing well and doing great in a tournament, finishing second at the Vals Bar. Not completely back, in my opinion, when it comes to Overall, because I want to see consistency. He's been in the top five before. Okay. Doesn't matter. Okay. So let's do consistent. Let's do three or four tournaments in a row. Stop hating. I'm not hating. Not hating. I'm just not trying to put him on a pedestal so y'all can slap him down. And, uh, you know, um, for your viewing pleasure tonight, if you want to call it pleasure, um, you can check out Fox because I work for Fox and check out the Lost Confession. We good. Yeah. OJ Simpson. Confessing. I want to confess something right now. Um, something that I did um, to my ex-girlfriend. Um, you know the one. Uh, last year, I want to confess to her that uh, on this night, uh, back hmm, that last month of our relationship, when you thought that I was supposed to be doing what I said I was doing that night, I want to let you know that um, here's my confession that yeah this is my confession <laughs> at bed 365 we don't do ordinary we believe that every sport should be epic every home run every hit every inning every play from the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. 
Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club.